Well, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from, are you on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. With that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's time for me to go ahead and get into the first song of the day, because y'all know how I am. I just don't believe in my day with our little gospel, with our little worship, with our little prayer, and all the other stuff. And we're going to get to it in just a little second because I woke up on time and I feel God. So let's go ahead, cut to a song really quickly. And then we're coming right, right, right on back. So we hop in the prayer just like always. All right. Is that cool for y'all? Okay, Google, let's get it. Let's get it great this morning. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. In the United States of America, Christmas will be. Let me ask about that. Just keep trying. Yes, we are. I feel this way. Oh, my life has been 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay, now, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Blessed be the Lord of our Savior. 
All right. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, things things tend to go a little bit better. I'm not saying you're going to have no ups and down, no bumps and bruises, no hangups, headaches, aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But I just believe by faith that when you allow God to go before you, cover your day, nurse you, and you know what I'm saying, protect you as you go along the day, things tend to go a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. But with that being said, y'all know how we start to show off each and every day here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We start off with prayer. Y'all know I don't believe in doing anything unless I start with a word of prayer. So let's go ahead and cut into a quick prayer. Let's cover the room, and then we're going to come back. Right, right back. All right. All right. Let's go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now, God, thanking you for all that you are. God, we thank you, oh God, for your grace and mercy and your peace on this morning. God, we thank you just for being great and marvelous. God, we thank you for being wonderful to us on this morning. God, we thank you, oh God, that you're able, oh God, to pick us up, oh God, lift our head, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you're able to bring us out of all things. We thank you, oh God, that nothing was able to stop us, block us, hinder us, distract us, delay us, deter us, uh, uh, deter us. God. We thank you that you did not allow the enemy to destroy us, but you can continuously cover us. And God, for that, we say thank you. God, for that, we give you glory, praise, and honor. God, for that, we say thank you. God, we honor you. God, it is with praise that we give you glory. It is with praise we give you honor. And we thank you, oh God, for all things working together for our good. In Jesus' name, God, we give you glory, honor, and praise in this moment. Father, before we ask you of anything, we just thank you for everything. We show our gratitude and appreciation, oh God, just for you being wonderful, just for you being magnificent, just for you being glorious, oh God, just for you being awesome. Father, we Thank you that you're moving in the realm of time on today. We thank you, oh God, that you're moving in the natural realm, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for all things working together for our good. We bless your holy name in this moment, God. Father, we repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, if there's anything that we may have done, if there's anything that we may be doing, oh God, if there's anything that we shall do, oh God, that will hurt, harm, cause conflict or offense with somebody, we ask for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus, God. We ask for repentance right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you'll continue to change our mind, change our heart, oh God, cause us to do the right thing, cause us to want to be a blessing to others and the people around us, God. We thank you, oh God, that you're bringing us up to a new level of thinking, God. We thank you, oh God, that you're bringing us higher, oh God, that you're stretching us and making us stronger, God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus just for this marvelous Monday. We thank you, oh God, for this miracle working Monday. We thank you, oh God, for this ministry Monday. We thank you, oh God, for this new media Monday. We thank you, oh God, for everything that you're doing on this Monday. Father, we ask that you will go throughout our week, even as we give you Sunday, God. We also give you our Monday. And we say rest, rule, and reign over the remainder of our week, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, do what you said that you were going to do. Continuously cover us. Continuously endow us, oh God. Give us our daily bread on this morning. Give us our daily benefit, God. Download into us the wisdom and the knowledge and the, uh, the, the love and gentleness and patience and meekness and joy that we need to live, thrive, and survive, oh God. Give us all the tools that we need, oh God, to be elevated to new levels, oh God. God, cause our talent to, oh God, 
God, to be stored in a wonderful way, oh God. God, give us the ability, oh God, to store more talents, oh God. Give us the ability to store more money, oh God. Bless us, oh God, with things, oh God, seen and unseen. Thank you, oh God, for blessing us with supernatural ability. Thank you, oh God, for blessing us with natural talents and gifts. God, we thank you, oh God, that you're causing our gifts to go to another level. We thank you, oh God, that you're activating every gift that is lying dormant within us, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for taking us to another level. We thank you, oh God, for this Monday. We thank you, oh God, for this motivational Monday, God, that you'll continue to motivate us, oh God, and that you'll continue to build in us the solid foundation, infrastructure, and covering that we need, oh God. We thank you. Jesus, for what you're doing in our families, in our business, in our careers, and our ministries. We thank you, oh God, that even on this Monday, as kids return back to school, that you'll bless them, protect them, oh God, that you'll keep them protected, oh God, that you'll keep their mind focused, oh God, that you'll give them the ability to obtain and retain knowledge, oh God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, because as we pray, we believe by faith that it is so. As we pray right now, we believe by faith that it is happening. As we pray right now, we believe by faith that all things are working together for our good. So we thank you even more. God, we give you glory, we give you praise, and we honor you, oh God, because nothing is going to stop us, nothing is going to distract us, nothing is going to delay us, deny us, deter us, but we shall move forward in the word and the will of God, and we thank you right now, God, that it is happening. We thank you right now that it is so. We thank you, God, that all things are working together for our good, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise right there. Come on, just pray right there. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for this Monday. God, thank you for this Monday. Do a new thing on this Monday. Do a great thing on this Monday. God, we give you glory. We give you honor and we praise you. Come on now. Yeah, I know I love just, I just love to give God praise, period. And this is a Monday where we believe in building motivation. We believe in being stable in your decisions. Start your week off strong. Start your week off powerful so that so the rest of it can go powerful. I believe that faith, when you start strong, you are in strong. A lot of us will start strong, but then we'll get weak in the end. But that's why you got a community like us that's going to continue to push you daily. Let's start strong and finish strong. Let's start strong and make sure that we're doing everything that we need to do on this marvelous miracle working monday amen all right all right with that being said let me go ahead and cut to another song break out know how i am i gotta get as much music in as possible before nine o'clock because once nine o'clock hit and people start flooding this room guess what it'll never be the same and we'll never hear music again so let me go ahead and cut to a song break and do me a favor y'all always know y'all always can support the ministry by clicking the link above if you guys want to sell a partner feel free to click the link above it should be in your bio and it's on the chats as well um on facebook and on youtube you can also see it on the chats as well but yeah feel free to send us questions send us topics we love talking to you guys we love Love the fact that you guys listen to us, you know what I'm saying, and take our word, you know what I'm saying, as something that is valuable. We really do appreciate that. But with that being said, like I said, let me go ahead and cut to our next song, and then we're coming right, right back. All right. All right, let's go. I was sitting in the kitchen, and I was like, Lord, what, what, am, what am I going to do? Um, I have all of these responsibilities. All this going on and it seems like i'm doing everything i can for you and everything is just going opposite anybody ever been there where it seems like you were doing all you need to do and still you took two steps forward and you took five steps back and you said you're saying god what you know what in the world is going on i was sitting in my kitchen and, and, and i didn't understand it and then these words came i said lord you are good you've been so good Lord, you are good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. 
can break you enough. Even if I try, cause you've been so good. Lift your voice. Come on, tell them today. You're so good to me.
I was sitting over the dishes with tears in my eyes. And I had to declare out of a hard place that you still been better. I can never repay you, Lord. I can never repay you, Lord. I can never repay you, Lord. For what you've done for me. How you lose my shackles. How you set me free. How you made a way. When there was no way. How you made a way. When there was no way. How you made a way. Shut up. When there was no way of love, you made a way. Cause you've been so good. Come on, lift it up. You've been so good. Oh. Right there, right there. Let him hear your heart in that tonight. You've been when I almost lost my mind, you When the enemy came in like a flood, you So, everybody lift your voice, say, So good to me. He's been better than good. Yeah, come on now. He's been too good. Too good. Come on. Pause that song real quick. Come on now. Y'all gotta act like y'all know that he's been better than better. He's been gooder than gooder. Come on now. I'm, I'm gonna give an extra 30 seconds to clap on that one. Because he's been better than good. He's been gooder than good. He's the best I ever know. I don't know about y'all, but he's the best thing to me. Hallelujah to God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you hear. I hope you hear. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you called off work today. Maybe you don't have a job. We still want to make sure that you're waking up inspired, motivated, encouraged, uh, waiting, educated, laughing, all that good stuff. Make sure you pray and make sure you listen to some gospel music. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no hang 
hangups, headaches, irritations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But I just believe by faith that starting your day out with a little God, with a little Jesus, with a little gospel, you know what I'm saying? Things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, though, it's almost 8.30, and y'all know how Google is. Google going to go off at 8.30, letting us know it's time for us to stand up, stretch, and all the other good stuff. And then once my mom got squad get here at 9 o'clock, we start checking in and all that other great news. But y'all know this first hour, I love just taking the time to hear our devotion. Get a time to just get ourselves Get together. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, emotionally, physically. Sometimes we wake up and we always start our day off on 10. We always start our day, you know, thinking about the children, having to worry about some bills, thinking about work. And sometimes I just believe that if you could just get up an extra hour, get up an extra uh, uh, two hours early, maybe if you have to, depending on how your schedule is, but take that moment to have some prayer time with God. Take that moment to study the word in the morning or get at least a little word in you. Read your Bible scripture of the day or something, because I just believe believe that as we continue to build that solid foundation, guess what? God will continue to bless us in every area of our life. Why? Because we commit to him. With that being said, let me go ahead and get to the scripture of the day. Y'all know how it is. We got to get our word in. I'm talking about getting to the word and we got to get to the word. So the scripture of the day comes from Revelation chapter number three. Um, I believe this is four and 20. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Revelation chapter number three, the 14th verse. I think it's 14 and 20. Um, and this is the new living translation brought to you by BibleGateway.com. Uh, it says, write this letter to the angel of the church in Lethodicea. This is the message from whom the one who is the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. All right, I'm going to stop right there because just that's where the scripture stop. And I'm going to read it one more time because you're slow, but you're worth waiting on. It says, write this letter to the angels of the church in Lethodicea. This is the message from who? Uh, this is the message from the one who is the amen, the faithful one, and the true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. All right, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. That's what the scripture is, and I'm going to give it to you just like that. But like I tell you, every day, every time, you know what I'm saying, beforehand, I say, guess what? I ain't no preacher. I ain't no pastor. Well, technically, I'm a preacher. But I ain't nobody senior pastor. I ain't no doctor, theologian. I just believe that God plucked me up out of the wilderness and, and put a word in my mouth. And guess what? Every, every now and then, I believe in unpacking a little word. And this word on today says that he is the amen. He is the faithful one. He is the true witness. Anytime people have to come against you, anytime you feel like there's a word in God, guess what? Understand that he is the amen. Anytime you're in your spirit and something goes wrong and you all of a sudden feel like amen, you have to understand that God is there with you, that God is the faithful and the true witness. He's the one that's going to touch and agree with your spirit. So never get too discouraged, never get too defeated because he is the amen. And every time you need to get yourself in the presence of God, get you around some people that can give you an amen. Get you around some people that can speak a word it to you and put an amen in your it's spirit. All right, Google. Stretch and make you some breakfast. All right, Google. I appreciate you. Google had to calm me down. Google had to stop it because I was going to get a little excited just a little bit because I just believe by faith that every now and then we have to testify and witness to who God is, the amen in him, the trueness of who he is. And sometimes it's aggravating, irritating, frustration because we can't always find that when we need it, when we want to. But I just believe by faith that as we continue to come to him, guess what? And understand that he knows you. He knows your name. He knows who you are. He's the true witness. He's the faithful witness. Guess what? Your spirit going to begin to say amen.
<laughs> can, can, can I give it to you right now? Amen. In Jesus' name. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song break. And then y'all know how it is. It's 830. It's time for us to go ahead and check in. It's time for us to get our day started. It's time for us to talk about the news and hot topics and see what's going on with the area and with the city. And then, you know what I'm saying? We're going to continue to roll with the show because I believe that this is going to be a great show. Y'all know every Monday we do the weekend rewind on Monday. Recapping, reuniting and recapping. That's what I call it. Reuniting and recapping from a long weekend. Um, Yes, we was here for Friday for Unfiltered, Unrecorded Friday. But here it is. We have Saturday and Sunday out. So now we're back Monday to start up with our, our fun again and all that great stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and cut to a song really, really quickly. And then we're coming right, right back. So we can go ahead and start our check-in and get this thing started. Is that all right? All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. There we go. Let's go. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Going through a storm. But I won't go down I hear your voice Carried in the rhythm of the wind To call me out You would cross an ocean So I wouldn't drown You've never been closer than you are right now You are a child You are in Child, you are enough, and I will be content even in this in every circumstance. You are a child, you are enough, forever enough, always enough, don't let it end, forever enough, always enough. I don't want to forget how I feel right now on the mountaintop. I can see so clear what it's all about. Just stay by my side when the sun goes down. Don't want to forget how I feel right now. Chosen, I know who I am. 
I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. I'm already loved. Yes. 
Give God a hand clap of praise right there. Y'all know how I am. Y'all know how I am. Give God a hand clap of praise right there. Jesus. I love him. I love him. No, we can't go to the next song just yet. But God, I love you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet. Where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you called off work today. Maybe you don't have a job. You at home chilling. We still want to make sure that you're waking up, inspired, motivated, encouraged. That you have the right system, the right energy, the right spirit, the right mindset. I just believe you got to have all that good, right stuff to start your day out the right way. I believe that you can't just start your day waking up listening to everybody and, and doing anything don't start your day out with frustration because then you, you tend not to go right you know what i'm saying tend not to go good but when you actually allow your day to go good when you allow your day to go strong things tend to work out a little bit better with that being said y'all know what time it is it's time for our motivational minute yeah amen good morning good morning good morning because i just believe in 
motivating and encouraging my day. Like it's Monday, and y'all know normally we get into check in around about nine o'clock when everybody starts popping in and popping on the stage. But I also just believe in having that motivational minute in the morning because sometimes we never have take we never take the time to affirm ourselves, which is why oftentimes we be looking for affirmation and confirmation from everybody else. But sometimes I believe that this is that season where you are about to start affirming yourself and walking in what that looks like. Prophet, what do you mean? Make that make sense. We all want somebody to prophesy to us and we all want to walk into the manifestation thereof. But when's the last time you start affirming who God has already called you to be? When's the last time you start speaking affirmations on yourself, knowing that, hey, I'm a millionaire. I'm a trillionaire. Yes, my business is going to another level. Those are the moments that you have to honestly value in life. And sometimes we get discouraged because we always have to fight with the spirit of comparison about what somebody else said, what somebody else is doing, what we see on social media, what we do in our circle around us. And sometimes that can be discouraging. But here's the moment where you begin to motivate yourself, discipline yourself, and encourage yourself. I'm still am going to be God's chosen. I'm still going to be who God has called me to be. Every way, every day, you have to get up, look yourself in the mirror, and say who God has called you to be. Continue to affirm yourself because as you affirm yourself, as you continue to push yourself in God's calling, in God's anointing and in God's purpose for your life, you will begin to see the manifestation thereof. Many of us, we can't see it because we never started. And I'm encouraging people, even in this season of my life, Mama Lynn, I'm saying, hey, when you start, people are going to rejoice and they're going to try to throw shade while sitting under the tree that you planted. Here it is. They're going to try to throw shade while sitting under the tree that you planted. Why? Because that's where the shade is. They'll sit under you and try to throw shade. But guess what? The benefit of it is I started. The benefit of it is I affirmed myself. The benefit of it is that when I wanted to give up, when I wanted to quit, when I wanted to throw in the towel, when I wanted to throw my hat like that white man, I mean like that black man on the dock of the bay, guess what? I stood strong and I did not allow the enemy to overcome. Ugh. Come on now, I'm gonna stop right there. I'm just, I'm just saying, because in this moment, it's a Monday, and you gotta affirm yourself. You have to push yourself. You have to believe in yourself. I don't care what nobody says about you. I don't care what nobody say to you. I don't care nobody, what, what the people say through. No, we're gonna continue to affirm ourselves and walk in who God is calling us to be. People say, why you keep saying you an influencer? Because I am, you know what I'm saying? Why you keep saying you a doctor? Because I'm finna be, you know what I'm saying? Walk in who God is calling you to be. If you the next, me, I'm, I'm God's millionaire. What you mean? You better say it and believe it with power. Can I get an amen on that? Because this is your season to walk in the power of who God is calling you to be. You don't need no more uh, confirmation. You need creation. You need the door to be created for you to walk through it. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to stop right there, Mama Lynn. I'm going to stop right there because truth is, I don't, I don't need nobody to prophesy to me no more. I'm, I'm my prophecy. Come on now. Can you, can, can you receive that? I am walking in the season of my prophecy. When people prophesy that I'll be a myth, when people prophesy this, I'm walking in the authority of it. And guess what? It ain't done yet. Mm. It ain't done yet. Mm. Jesus Christ on the cross. It ain't done yet. It ain't done yet. Many of us, we want the manifestation of the prophecy. But what about the processing of the prophecy? Guess what? I'm walking through the process of my prophecy, Mama Lynn. I'm walking in the process of that prophecy. Lord have mercy. I may not be there yet. You know what I'm saying? What they said, I may not. But guess what? I sure took off. Come on now. I may not have arrived where I'm going, but I've sure taken off. And this is that season for you to continue to affirm yourself. Take off. That's my word for the morning. Take off. Hallelujah to God. Take off. I'm going to start saying that. Hashtag take off. They're going to be thinking we talking about the rapper. No, I'm talking about you. Hashtag take off. 
Because I ain't you you haven't arrived yet, but have you taken off? Come on now. All right, I'm gonna stop right there, Mama Lynn. We got one more song, then it's time for us to check in. So yeah, I see you down there. You but girl, you having fun with us. So feel free to come up if you like. You can feel come up with us. We're finna get ready to check in because mama, it's my takeoff season. Mama Lynn, it's my takeoff season. Yes, Lord. but it's my takeoff season. I may oh, not yes. arrive to where I'm going, but yes. that's why I'm so taking off for where I am. Ooh. All right. I'm gonna mm. stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Can y'all receive that? It's my takeoff season. I'm going to be saying that all week. All week. All week. We're going to be saying takeoff. 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 Take take what you talking about? Take, take off. Take off. Take my off. Take I'm off. taking off from where I am. Yes. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. Mama Lynn, we got one more song to play. So we got one more song to play. Then we're going to come back and check in. Y'all know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions what's the weather what's for breakfast and how you start your morning off because my whole goal is if you waking up on a two we need to make sure that you're on a three or four by the time you leave you know what i'm saying because if you start your day off on a two guess what it needs to be improved by noon because you never know what's going to happen by midday i just yes that things yes. gonna shift i'm just oh yeah happen Lord yes. have mercy. I, I just believe it. <laughs> With that being said, let me go ahead and cut to this next song so we can come right on back. We're going to come right back after this, and we're going to go ahead and check in. But I got to get, get, get to another one, and then we're going to go ahead and take off. All right? All right, let's go. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. Go, go back, go back, go back. You are my hiding place. You come and fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen, we ain't finna be a worship all morning. Y'all ain't finna have me slayed in the spirit. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back, welcome back. You are now tuned in to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out. Maybe you called off work today. Maybe you don't have a job. Whatever the case may be, we still trying to make sure that you're waking up inspired, motivated, encouraged, educated, laughing, with, you know, with the right spirit, right attitude, all that good right stuff. I believe by faith that when you start your day off with the right mind, right spirit, right, right everything, things tend to go a little bit better. I'm not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, bumps and bruises, uh, aggravation, irritation, frustration, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But I just believe by faith that God is going to walk you through your day as you walk with him. Amen. Start your day off with God. Allow God to actually walk with you through your day and all that other good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So trust him. Like, this is Monday. I'm going to give God the first part of my day, first part of my week, so he can rest, rule, and uh, reign over all of it. Because I just believe that God's going to bless us this week. God is doing a, a great thing in my life. And I believe by faith that he's going to continue to do a same great thing in your life as well. Everything that he's doing in my life, I, I pray that he increases and doubles it in your life. In Jesus' name with that being said y'all know what time it is it's time for us to go ahead and check in y'all know how we check in each and every day here on waking up with the prophet we check in with our three daily questions three daily questions what's the weather what's for breakfast and how you start your morning off if you start your morning off on a five say you are five stars like you you five star ready you know what i'm saying but if you start your day off on a one one being one being the lowest you know what i'm saying tell us you know what i'm saying what's going on and hopefully by the end of the show we can you know what i'm saying make sure that you're on a three or four or hopefully a five because i just believe in being a blessing and benefiting and and, and, and and being positive i believe that as us as believers when we start showing the love of christ the love of god guess what things change to work out things tend to go good for us you know what i'm saying and we have those trials and tribulations but that's what builds us to be even stronger that's what builds us to be even sturdier you know what i'm saying that's what builds us to actually be able to stand steadfast you know what i'm saying but yeah yeah it's time for us to go ahead and check in though and i'm gonna go ahead and kick it off y'all know how i am i gotta go ahead and kick it off so profit it's on cue well good morning good morning good morning good morning once again yeah, no, I'll be having to put my background music on. You're on mute.
Hi. Hey, is it just me? Is it proper on mute? He's on mute. Oh, I went on mute. You did. You been over here talking. Oh, I was over here just talking and went on mute. Didn't even know I had one on mute. But child, we over here on the holy hush. Right. Wow. <laughs> what was the last thing y'all had? I hear nothing. Your background music. Did oh, my background music had came on. And then you went out. Oh, okay, okay. Well, let me start over. Good morning, everybody. This is Prophet. Starting off on my check-in because apparently nobody heard me the first time. <laughs> but hey, I'm going to still have a blessed day. Because, you know, it be the small things that be trying to discourage you and irritate you and get to you. But I've learned now, I'm not going to let small stuff get to me. I'm really not. So I had a fun, eventful weekend. I'm starting my day off on a 10, Mama Lynn. Like, I'm on 10 because... I had a fun weekend yesterday. I took all day to rest because Friday and Saturday wore me out. When it came to Sunday, I ain't had no more energy to really do nothing. Sunday, I woke up, tried to clean up, tried to get my house together. By I think by one o'clock, I started watching churches and end up falling asleep in the churches because it was at my own house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't gonna cap though. After that, I ended up waking back up. Um, my friends came over just for a little bit because they wanted to figure out was I gonna cook and was I gonna grill. End up having a conversation with my mom and them. And then maybe like an hour after that, I was tired and said, uh-uh, I ain't going nowhere, not finna do nothing. So I ended up laying down and going to sleep. I was asleep around about 6 or 7 o'clock yesterday. So I ended up getting some good sleep last night. Woke up this morning on 10 because, yeah, I woke up on time. I woke up on time. I woke up at 6 this morning. Was able to get some notes across. Was able to send some emails. You know what I'm saying? Start my week productive. So, yeah, I, I woke up on 10. As far as breakfast, y'all know there's no breakfast right now because I don't start eating until y'all start talking. The minute y'all start talking, I start eating both spiritually and naturally <laughs> because I'm going to go down there and fix me something. I don't know what I'm going to eat yet, but I'm going to eat something. Um, as far as the weather, it's 79 degrees right now with a high of 96. It's supposed to rain. And I don't know what's going on with the rain, but it's like it start raining. And then right when you get ready to mention Beyonce and say something about Beyonce, the rain has stopped. Like, she just control everything. I don't know what it is, but yeah, the rain going to start and then it's going to stop. It's going to give us a little water, but then it's going to stop right before everybody go outside. Because she don't need no type of reason for folks to say, you know what I'm saying, what the whoop the whoop. But the truth is, man, that lady performs. That lady performs. Shout out to Blue Ivy with her little cute self looking like her mama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we're gonna get more into the weekend because like I told you, my weekend was eventful. Um, from video shoots to basketball games to Beyonce stuff. Like, yeah, it was, it was literally an eventful weekend. And I'm excited about it. But yeah, that's my weather, that's my breakfast, that's how I'm starting my morning. All that went down. And yeah, it was amazing. But do me a favor, pull to refresh to see where you guys are on the stage. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Bebo, Instagram, MySpace, Tumblr, whatever you use. Go ahead and just go ahead and share on all those platforms. And then come on back and let's check in. All right. All right, Mama Lynn, it's on you. Do -do -do -do. Mama Lynn, you there? I can't hear you this time. Look around, everybody go mute. Okay, Mama Lynn, I'm going to assume you had one back to work. Oh, there you go. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Breakfast coffee.
Breakfast was coffee. And then you and I. Is something wrong with the clubhouse speakers today? Mama Lynn, come back. You had one out. You went mute. All right, I'm going to come back to you. I don't know what's going on with you trying to check in, but I'm going to come back to you. And then K. Nick, I think, I don't know what happened. Um, I see we got my girl, Miss Sonya, in here. Miss Sonya, go ahead and check in for you. How you feeling this morning? Blessed. I can't, I, I feel blessed this morning on my way to work. Yes. Awesome, awesome. What's for breakfast on the way to work? I have two I eggs and one bake, uh, not bake, uh, one um turkey bacon. Okay, okay. So you like the turkey bacon like me. Okay, yes. that's what's up. That's what's up. I like some turkey bacon too at nine. Okay, what's the weather looking like? Where you where you listening from? I'm from Houston, Texas. It's going to be a hundred and five today. Oh God, not a hundred and five. Oh well, yeah. You be safe out there. Yeah. You be safe in that heat. Stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Make sure you get some water. Make sure you stay hydrated. Oh yes, I have plenty of water. <laughs> she said 105. I started melting. Look at Mama Lynn's <laughs> picture. <laughs> Mama Lynn was finna melt too. <laughs> it is. It's well, hot. So All right. But thank you so much just for being in here and being a part of the room and the conversation. I really do appreciate it because you was vibing out with me this morning. And I tell you, that's the word of the Lord that I'm taking all week. Like, we're going to hold on to that word all, all week. week. Hashtag take that's off. That's it. Take off. <laughs> Listen, we ain't arrived, but we definitely ain't what we used to be. All right. You better speak it. <laughs> but thank you so much, love. I appreciate you for coming in. Make sure you continue to stay and listen around because this conversation is going to get very much more interesting as we progress throughout the show. You know what I'm saying? I see everybody starting to show up because it's 9 o'clock. And y'all know how 9 o'clock gets. You know what I'm saying? Once 9 o'clock hit and people start coming in, we'll never hear music again. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to make sure we get through the check-in. Hopefully, like, 9 30 we can get to another song and then pop back with some news hot topics see what the weekend was like you know what i'm saying also talk about some of the things that happened this weekend including this bible information because truth is we actually had this conversation on this um on this platform before about the bible being completely you know infallible is it always right all the other stuff and i think it's very interesting but anytime we have the conversation it always tends to go to a deeper level and another level so i think i'm going to of course we're going to reintroduce that conversation as we go throughout this week maybe today maybe not today yeah i know how mondays go but with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and throw it over every and i see jay Wyden popped in but let's go ahead and uh, continue with the check-in. And then, like I said, right about 9 30, hopefully we can get to a new song. Ebony, it's on you. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Um, let's see. It is 80 degrees. It's going to be 91. Um, I don't know what breakfast is going to be. As you can probably hear my voice, I am still in my bed. Uh, well, Fridays, Mondays are my chill days because my husband is home. So I let him handle the kiddos this morning. Um, let's see, let me see anything else. Uh, let's go to number five. Yeah, I guess I'm a four. I think that's it for my second. I'll wake up and I'm sure I have more to contribute as we carry on in the combo. Ebony, you sound like you like you just just knocked. Like... You don't got no energy? No, baby. Not at all. What was you doing this weekend? Child, I have a newborn and a hyper five-year-old. I always have a reason to not have. 
that will you out, huh? Yeah. And that, that little one is going through a growth spurt. So he's starting to eat like every two hours sometimes. So it's like as soon as you get him down, he's ready to eat again. So that's yeah. crazy. No sleep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But trust me, he coming through. He coming through like he need to. That's what's up. <laughs> JY, I'm throwing I'm throwing it over to you. Good morning, man. Go ahead and check in. JY, is you there? Okay, I don't know. Because he was there and then he disappeared. I think he was trying to get off mute, but he probably wouldn't let him come off mute. Mama Lynn, were you back? Because I know you were trying to get in, but I don't know if your phone was working for you. You know, this thing do whatever it want to do when it <laughs> whatever. That's life. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. I didn't think y'all heard me. Uh, I even ran outside. Gee, that didn't even work. So the high here is 75 with a high 90, and it's going to rain 100% chance because I'm watching it roll in. Uh, breakfast is coffee. I'm on a fly. I said, thank you for my playlist. That was good. I can't wait to <laughs> And, um, yeah, you was right. We talked Patty up. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> they talked Patty the bill up. Did Krista end up going to the lady concert? <laughs> for, for real. And he looked like he was having a grand time. A good old time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So um, I'm glad to hear you enjoyed Beyonce and Blue Ivy. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to listen to the rest of what's going on. And oh, 105. I'll be laying on the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the air conditioning. <laughs> on it. Cause see, I be the melted for real. And I don't like cold. But I don't like hot either. And that, I would think I was in hell. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, thank you. I understand. I understand completely. <laughs> Mama Lynn, did you get to go to church this past weekend? No, I, I went to my Bible study on Saturday, and that was good. And uh, I watched um, Restore, Restore up in uh, Rhode Island. I went to their service, and uh, he came out of uh, one of the associate pastors' uh, seat. They all take turns. They rotate. Okay. Uh, uh, the Sunday that we was there, it happened to be the pastor speaking. But this time, Pastor Mike spoke, and he came out of Psalms 24, and he worked back. Pastor Mike who? He's one of the uh, associate pastors up in uh, Rhode Island. So okay. that's the church I watched online yesterday. So yeah, okay. that's about as close I came to church. 
Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always streaming church on a good Sunday. But, yeah, I watch my pastor my pastor only. I be trying to, you know, stop in a couple different services, especially even the ones that I be working for. But I couldn't even, yeah, I couldn't even watch. Like, I was I was trained. I was drained Sunday. Like, all my energy was gone. And when I tell you, yeah, I wouldn't. Mm-mm, I wouldn't stand it. But the Lord know my heart. Heart. <laughs> I'm gonna say heart. The Lord know my heart. And I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna probably watch most of them today while I'm at home trying to get some work done. I'm definitely trying to catch up on Pastor uh, Charles and Pastor Anthony. I ended up texting Pastor Anthony yesterday though, because I know that they were in their basement. So I was like, let me let me let me text him. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I was able to catch up with a few of them. Um, I see K Nick didn't pop back in. I don't know if you're able to speak, but. Nick, you available? No, we checked no, in. What you say, Mama? Lynn? I'm sorry. Uh, well, you no, know, we're we're not in a building right now because uh, we had to move out of our building because uh, it needed so much work. Yeah. It needed over a million dollars worth of work. Wow. So, uh, and most of that is just the roof. So wow. that that was close to a million. So yeah. So we do what we do, and we meet up on Wednesday. So that's the way that goes. Yeah, I mean, hey, I tell people all the time, it's not about the building, though. As long as y'all are congregation, y'all still have the ability to connect. Y'all still have the ability to still congregate and communicate with each other and build each other. That's all that matters, because truth is, Jesus ain't had no building for real. He was saying, hey, let's meet up in the woods on on, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. Let's, let's meet up. You know what I'm saying? And he was probably just going by night too. The river on the mountaintop. Right. Facts. <laughs> exactly. Set it on the house and the roof, <laughs> all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where sometimes real ministry takes place. Everybody wants to be on the stage. And I put, posted this on like my Facebook page or something like that. I say everybody wants to be on the stage and wants to have a speaking engagement. But Jesus wasn't doing speaking engagements like that. He was out actually doing community engagements. Yes, the Bible lets us know that, you know what I'm saying? He was teaching when he was going to these places, but he was also doing healings, miracles, shaking hands, kissing babies. You know what I'm saying? He trying to build his ministry in a way that I think a true evangelism really is and if we can get back to that that's how we can build some solid ministries even if they start in the house everybody wants the, the nice fancy big building but come on can you have a good solid 10 people meet you in your house every week yes, saying, yes, hey, yes let's worship you know what i'm saying come on yes. say, like come on now everybody won't cry but you can't even get a good solid 10 faithful people to meet you once a week so why oh, we yes. It's a real thing. So that's a good thing to to be a part of, Mama Lynn. Like that's when I uh, oftentimes give credence to people when I say, hey, starting small, you know what I'm saying, is a great thing because everybody want to be a big person in something little when you can be a little person in something big because that's the whole bigger picture. But yeah, that's a great, great ministry. You got to make sure you put me on because I tell people all the time, I would love to assist in any way I can, whether digitally or virtually. I may not be there physically, but whatever y'all need, I, I, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Did anybody else go to church this past Sunday? Ebony, was you at church Sunday? I don't know if I heard you say it. No, probably not. Miss Sunday, Miss Sonya, did you go to church Sunday? No. Okay. Did you watch somebody's church virtually? I was online. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Having a good time in my house. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I be doing the same thing. Who did you? Who did you watch Sunday? I, no, I watched someone. I was uh, speaking on Clubhouse. 
Okay, okay, he was on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dr. Patton be having his room on Clubhouse too. I wish he was in here talking about something because normally he have some pretty good rooms. That's one of the rooms that I catch on Sunday as well. If I do get on here, normally I don't get on here too much on the weekends, but if I do get on here on a Sunday, I be catching Dr. Patton's room because he always has some powerful rooms. Um, that's transform. Uh, what is it? Transforming faith. Ministries, yeah, Transforming Faith Ministries, I think is the name of his clubhouse room. So definitely check that out. Definitely check that out. But I think um, that was it for, I think, a part of my weekend. I, I think, yeah, the Beyonce concert was lit, Mama Land. Oh, the girl who I did the music video, that's who yeah, I was asking, because I didn't know the girl either. And of Can't course, hear you. You can't? Can you hear, can you yes, hear me now? go ahead. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so of course, a part of the weekend, I had the opportunity. I know I'm always networking. I'm always trying to build the bridge. Like, I believe the assignment and the call of my life um, as a young man in the media, entertainment, art industry, it's somewhat build a bridge. And the girl who I had the chance of um, being in the music video for this past weekend, her name was Ka- uh, Callie. And granted, of course, none of us knew her. That's why I said it Friday. And I was like, I don't know. None of us knew her because we probably don't be listening to secular music like that. But truth is, we've heard her songs before. I know I have. When I actually started, when, when we got to the set, and we started looking up the music that she did. I was like, oh, yeah, I do know this girl. Like, she does one song called Area Codes. And it's like, um, different area codes. Like, that's her. And it's like, it's more so of a TikTok type of song. Because, you know, a lot of artists, like, they start on TikTok and then they kind of blow up. Yes, yes. Yeah, so she's one of those emerging artists. Because TikTok was actually paying me, not her. TikTok actually hired us, you know what I'm saying, to come and be extras in the video, stand into the video, only because she's one of those emerging artists. So she's, you know what I'm saying, being you know, being sponsored and stuff like that by different companies and whatnot just for the little music that she's pushing out. And it was literally a great experience, you know what I'm saying, just being able to connect with her, hear her talk, seeing her be a part of the video. Because as an emerging artist or as an emerging leader or influencer, people always may not know you, but at the same time, your impact and your influence is being seen and it's working and it is helping people. Like, I don't know the girl from Adam, but the fact of the matter is she's still growing and she's still pushing. And you know, the opportunity that she's getting is an opportunity that allows her to bless other people and do other things for other platforms is amazing. And I think that's what you know, I'm trying to do as a as an influencer, as a Christian, as a believer. I tell people all the time, bridging these gaps, you know what I'm saying, isn't always easy. And it's not necessarily a thing I probably typically wanted to do necessarily, but the way God is using me, I can't I can't complain. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say I haven't arrived, but guess what? Like, we take it off. We take it off. So I'm excited about what God is doing, not only in my life, but in the life of the people around me. Cause that was one of my highlights for this weekend. Like I didn't even know the young lady, then got to the set, realized, oh yeah, you is the girl, because you is kind of popping. I don't know all the lyrics to your song, but bless God. Cause I I I hey, you're spreading, you're spreading, your name is in the wind. Amen. Man. <laughs> Listen, that's how I'm trying to be. I need my name to be in the wind, God. Let me get any and every opportunity that I can. Lord Jesus, please do. 
But yeah, it's nine. It's almost nine thirty. Now I was gonna wait to nine thirty. You know what I'm saying? Just in case anybody else popped in and wanted to check in real quick. But you know what I'm saying? Right about nine thirty, I'm gonna start shifting because I don't be wanting to stay on check in all day. I think last week we stayed on check in like all day one time and never even got to the topic, which is why we had to stretch it out. So this week, of course, I'm gonna try to be more structurally there, be more on time. So at nine o'clock, we can start getting into news, hot topics, and then taking it into the real topics because I kind of got a, a good look week planned ahead with these conversations i think they've been very productive even as we've gone through the last week one thing i do is tell people i'm trying to stay on my face daily even as my job is a prophet guess what my job is to consistently pray to consistently hear god i'm trying to be like one of them old mothers or one of them old retired bishops that all they used to do is sit at the house and pray to hear god they'll just go to the store come back home hear god they did like literally that's just that's all they did you would think it was a full-time job because like where did you getting this money from you know I'm saying but at the same time they was on a fixed income because they worked 20 years <laughs> 20 and 40 years so now they old and retired and they can just sit there but i tell god y'all even with me just sitting around praying i need my ideas to make millions i need my ideas to produce money for me i need every dream every thought every vision everything that the lord speaks to me guess what i need it to produce so yeah that's the path that i'm on and i'm kind of excited about it because i really believe that i'm really walking in the process of my prophecy i'm not waiting for nobody else to prophesy to me Guess what? I am walking in the manifestation of the word that was released. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and, like I said, stop real quick. And I'm going to cut into a quick song break. Y'all know how I am. I love my music. And you know what I'm saying? It helps me get throughout my day as I'm walking with God, as I'm talking to God. And every word that I don't always know how to articulate correctly, guess what? Some, some people even put it in songs for me. And I get excited about it. Because guess what? It's a new opportunity, a new moment for me to share God's love, worship with God. And it's a new moment for me to understand what he's really trying to tell me. So with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and cut to a quick song real quick and then we're gonna come right 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 back so we can get into more of the weekend rewind as well as the news and hot topics and all the other stuff that they was talking about because this man posted some on social media mama lynn and i don't know if you've seen it i don't know if y'all seen it and i posted it on waking up with the prophet page on instagram but i don't know if y'all seen it this weekend this man posted that the bible isn't always right and what's interesting is I kind of agree with him, but I kind of don't agree with him. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know me. Sometimes I always be standing in the middle, standing in the gray area. But I have a complete understanding of what he was kind of trying to say, but probably didn't come off white and all the other stuff. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get back to it and discuss that. But like I said, let me cut to my quick song, and then we're coming right, right back. All right? All right. Okay. In the mirror, brush off the dust. Talk to me nice, don't interrupt. Don't need to settle, I'm on another level. Yeah, I'm done with feeling low. Don't take it personal, this life's a miracle. So I look up, we're marching up. Don't need to settle, I'm on another level. Yeah. Cause when it's more, it's rough. I know you fill up my cup, you give me more than enough. Aye, 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 aye. Wake up, it's a new day. Uh, wake up, it's a 
But it's a new day. It's a new day. I'm gonna tell you about my God in a minute. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'll tell you about my God in a minute. I just need to shout because it's still a new day. Hallelujah to God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let me say it one more time. It's a good day. It's a new day. It's a good day. It's a God day. Guess what? You didn't have to be here this morning, but He decided to wake you up. So guess what? Be excited about it. Shout about it. Rejoice about it. Cause somebody did. Somebody couldn't get up this morning. Somebody woke up paralyzed. Somebody woke up. You know, and, and somebody probably didn't even wake up. You know what I'm saying? But be thankful that you woke up with breath in your body, a roof over your head, shoes on your feet, clothes on your back, and with the right attitude. You know what I'm saying? And even if you don't have anything else in the world, you know what I'm saying? Even if you lack those things, guess what? At least He woke you up with a fresh breath. At least he woke you up with a new mind. You know what I'm saying? Be excited about that. I tell people all the time, like, you never know what could happen in 24 hours. 24 hours can literally change somebody's life, but sometimes we we, 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 we don't value it. Sometimes we can be ungrateful. That's why I tell people we, we gotta learn what gratefulness is. We gotta learn what entitlement and stuff is. Like, I ain't gonna cap. That was a video I sent to, I think I sent it to the mod chat this weekend. Um, and it was a video, I believe, of Prophet Brian Karn, and Prophet was quoting, I believe he was quoting uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and in the quote of what he was saying about T.D. Jakes, I kind of found value in that. He said something about um, the generations of men have been weaker, and the generation of people have been weaker because they're kind of subject to entitlement, Mama Lynn, and she said, and he was saying how because a lot of us have suffered so much from that entitlement spirit, it caused us to be encamped by the enemy and in this season of my life i'm like god i don't want to i don't want to have an entitlement spirit i don't want to feel like somebody owed me something i don't want to feel like i don't gotta work for for what god has given me no 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 right right yeah uh -uh. i I can't i can't have that Mm. i want to be right and clean hands i don't know about y'all but that was just interesting 
It was really, really interesting. Another thing, though, y'all know this is our news and hot topic segment because I tell people all the time, I don't, <laughs> I ain't gonna cap. Yes, I do. I'm a big fan of Robert Garn. He funny. This man is funny. But something he had mentioned, he, I think he was on a, like a clarion call or something like that, and something he mentioned had came to pass. I seen it on his page this weekend, and it was really, really interesting, though, because my mom actually lived in Hawaii, and there was a big wildfire that broke out this weekend. I think it was this weekend or last week, um, a big wildfire that broke out. And I think Maui, Hawaii, where like a hundred and some over a hundred people, fourteen hundred people, I believe, have like died. Uh, a lot of people have been displaced. So y'all literally gotta pray for the city of Maui. It was even in um, one of my t- hot topics things for the news. Y'all know every morning uh, I get the CNN news five things of the day because, like I tell y'all, ain't no point of me, you know, what I'm saying getting the scripture of the day, but not getting the earthly news of the day too. Sometimes we be so spiritually minded that we're no earthly good. If you're going to pay attention to everything that's in the heavens, make sure you pay attention to everything that's on earth too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was actually in one of my um, Hot Topics pieces um, from the news of CNN because literally like there were so many people that actually suffered from this loss that FEMA has to step in. They're trying to send a National Guard in. Like there was a lot of like, uh, yeah, it was a lot that, that happened this weekend. So I want y'all to be praying for, for Hawaii, be praying for Maui. Um, of course, in the news, we got Trump getting his fourth indictment this week. Um, <laughs> Fannie Lewis is not playing with him. Fannie Lewis is not playing with him, Mama Lynn. She says, listen, we're going to hold you accountable, and you ain't finna play that. And this indictment might be the one that actually stops him from actually trying to, you know, run for president again. But we'll see. We'll see. I ain't going to cap. He, he, he talking boss noise with three indictments on him looking at a fourth one. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Some, something's very, very interesting. Something very interesting. Another thing that popped out in my news this morning, though, was the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower had went under a bomb threat um, this past weekend, which was very, very strange because, you know, that's one of the, the world's, like, well, I wouldn't say one of the world's most famous, but it's kind of one of the most notorious, you know, attractions in, in the world or in Paris. Everybody knows the Eiffel Tower. So, yeah, for us to go into a bomb pit this weekend and they had to evacuate the whole Eiffel Tower for like a couple of hours. Um, Eventually, it reopened, but yeah, they had to evacuate it, evacuate it just to sweep through it, just to see was everything okay. And yeah, it was, it was just an interesting, interesting weekend. I seen a, a couple other stuff, but yeah, it was, it was some interesting stuff going on. Mama Lynn, Aaron, um, um, Ebony, Miss Lane, how do y'all feel about some of those topics? Like, what did y'all see this weekend that was kind of interesting for you guys? Any news? Any word? The fourth indictment. You said the fourth indictment? <laughs> Mama Lynn, I still don't think that's going to do nothing to him, though. I don't care. <laughs> you just excited to see that one? <laughs> it's making people stop and think. Mm, okay. That do kind of make sense. I just still think it, like, for you to have four indictments, though, I would have thought he would have sat down already. But even still, he's still trying to run. So I don't think this fourth indictment really going to do something. He going after the fourth person? You said they going after a fourth person? He is. Oh. Yeah, because he definitely trying to. Yeah, he definitely trying to come after that lawyer. It don't look good. Mama, now you got your earbuds in, don't it? Yeah, that works. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, okay, it's cool. I was gonna say you you it be cutting in and out, so I understand. I definitely understand. But yeah, I don't really think this fourth indictment gonna really mean nothing. Now I hope it do, because truth is like <sighs> I kind of don't want to see him become president again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I think we all can agree on that. We don't want to see Trump run for president again. However, I really just don't see this indictment being as much of an effect as they really think it is going to be. Because why take four indictments for y'all to stop this man from running for president? Really? Four? It really got to take four indictments? Well, y'all can do this on the first one. Okay, but this man, he's attacking the prosecutor he's attacking her can you hear me oh yeah i hear you he's attacking her that don't look good yeah why you didn't attack the other did you going after this black one hey i don't like it you you really showing your true colors now yeah did you see that uh the clip where he called the lady a racist and all the other stuff yeah, I said that's kind of rude. That's kind of sad. Yeah, you are showing like your lack of integrity. But he just like that's what I said. He old and see now. We can all agree that we don't want him running for president again. But if it take four indictments, like what happened to the first so one? He acting like a little spoiled brat. He can't he, get his way. Definitely, I agree on that one. Somebody need to take him, place him over their lap. <laughs> Mama Lynn, I play some over <laughs> they lap. <laughs> you trying to get you trying to get trouble whooping Mama Lynn. <laughs> he needed one a long time ago. <laughs> Just being honest, you right. He did. But that's the I think that's the thing that we also see that entitlement spirit coming from. Like Ugh, we even see it in Trump, like, and Trump has kind of, I wouldn't say he produced it in, a, in people, but then he's giving people a more leverage to act like that. Like, even when I think of um, what Karin said this weekend in that little video, I think we see that a lot, not only in white people, but we see it in some of us too now. I think that's why he, like, people be getting off to his rhetoric, like, that's not cool. I understand, you know what I'm saying, people, we are human, and we have those moments of ignorance and foolishness and stuff, but I think we got to stop giving into that. Like, we got to stop giving into that. It should not become a redundant thing for us to always be running into these type of situations, white or black, to be honest. Because I know, I ain't going to cap, I be telling folks, I know some good white folks, but I also do see some ignorant white folks too. Just like I know some good black folks, but I also know some ignorant black folks too. And we have to get back to the point where we're not just seeing each other as enemies all the time, but we know what's really right and what's really wrong. And we got to start covering each other like, hey, if that's wrong, no, don't cover me in my wrong. Get me out of my wrong. That's, that's what I mean by saying. Don't let a person continue in their wrong. Don't let a person continue in their error without also, you know what I'm saying, breaking them down, doing nothing stupid or doing something foolish either. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's what a lot of us see now. So we want to do wrong things and think that it's justifiable. No, you still wrong in your actions. We get it. You had a good heart, good cause in doing it, but no, some of that ain't no ain't even right. And that kind of goes take me to my next topic, which is why they're going after this black man in um in Alabama. If y'all been, haven't been paying attention to it, y'all need to go back and keep following up with the Alabama story and all that other stuff because yeah, yeah, dude, kind of. 
whack and whack and whack just laid upside the head <laughs> with the chair. <laughs> and of course, we don't take nothing serious on Beyonce's internet. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get to Beyonce. We don't be taking nothing serious on Beyonce's internet. So we all over here trolling and laughing about the the, the chair when truth is, y'all got to think about this black man who did do, you know what I'm saying, who is probably going to face some charges because he wanted to jump in a fight that probably he shouldn't have jumped into. But I, that's why I said, in my opinion, I think black folks just wanted to fight. Black folks just wanted to fight some white folks. No shade. No shade against y'all. Y'all my people. I love y'all to death. But come on now, black folks. Y'all just wanted to fight. And now we got to get this man out of jail because he did not just lay up his out the hell with a chill one too many times. And that's considered assault with a deadly weapon. But hey, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, we just got to continue to preach a different rhetoric with the black people. But I think it was uh, interesting. I think it was interesting. That's why I tell people, even in this room, in the conversation that we be having, it'd be somewhat prophetic. You said what, Mama Lynn? When they were clipping us and sticky dogs and fire hoses and with it changed. And I get it, Mama Lynn. You that with a deadly weapon. I know this is different he hit the lady once, he shouldn't have hit her two or three more times. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. But we don't we don't know the full effects of everything. I pray he get out. I pray too much done damage done to the lady. But I have empathy. To a certain point, and that's where I'm gonna leave it at. Okay, okay, understandable. Yeah, understandable. And I get it when people say that, you know what I'm saying? What white people I mean, hey, I'm on there with you. We, I'm praying for all of us because I get it when folks be like, oh, well, white folks been doing that to us and da 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 for years. Listen, I was born in Birmingham, Alabama, went to college in Montgomery, all this other stuff. And I can honestly say that. I ain't gonna have that much anger and violence towards white people because guess what? They ain't did that to me. They ain't put me in shackles. They didn't sell me. Granted, they probably did the ancestors, but we just had a conversation two Fridays about how much of us is actually living up for the ancestors and think about the ancestors anyway. Martin Luther King probably turned over in his grave while Malcolm X probably like, okay, y'all, y'all did. Okay, let me thing. put it to you this way, Prophet. I am an ancestor. I was born in the 50s. You ain't, but you, I'm saying dead. You ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't. you right, you right, you elder. So you know, hey, my outlook is different. My outlook is different. Well, Mama Lynn, you have you got a reason to fight some of them back. They did. They was a little crazy in your upbringing, in your time. But I'm saying in my time, like that's a, that's what almost a thirty year gap, Mama Lynn. So I understand why well, for we, you. They come, it, okay, when they come at y'all, they come at y'all with work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when they come... But that's my thing. The worst thing a white person could probably do to me is probably say the N-word. You say nigga to me, okay, I'm going to get mad. But at the end of the day, if I can't... At some point, if I can't control my anger enough to make sure I don't stay out of jail, you saying nigga to me still ain't going to upset me, especially when... Us as black people, we say it to each other now all the time. We put it in our music. Like, I can't be mad at you for rapping, rapping uh, T.I. and all this other stuff, and you get caught up in the lyrics and say, my nigga, what? Oh, my fault. I got to look at him like he could. 
Like, come on, us as black people, I think we gotta start being, I get it, I get it. I wanna fight back too, but I think we gotta be fighting back smarter. Like, we gotta think, we gotta fight back smarter because now we wanna fight these white people and now what are these white people doing? Locking us up. <laughs> like, that ain't helping. What up, Pastor Patton? I see you then came in. Go ahead, how you doing? Check in and tell us how you feeling and all this whoop 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 Man, it's good, it's raining here in Nashville. It's probably about 75 degrees. Overcast. We're getting get a lot of storms here in Tennessee. I just got in from Memphis last night. I preached in my home church um, yesterday morning. Had a prayer call to preach on this morning. So I've been I've been running 100 miles of running this morning. Um, I'm on 10. No breakfast. Uh, you bring us some interesting uh, points, Prophet, because uh, when this whole brawl first popped off. I was always on that. What you're saying right now, it's with the exception of, you know, the stuff about not being sold by white folks and the third. To me, what affects uh, our people that came before us still affects us now. That's the only thing I can co-sign on. But I will say this. Now that this brother's in jail and we've been out here telling our folding chairs and, uh, you know, doing all kinds of stuff that's really talking about it, here's a question I would ask. The way we fold in chairs and the way we were spiking the ball about us finally standing up, you don't think that maybe them folks is overcharging because of how much we were celebrating talking crazy? That's one. Second thing is when Darren Wilson shot Mike Brown, when every time a cop shoots an unarmed black person, you know what white folks do? They already got a defense fund. So while we've been posting chairs and we've been talking about videos and what we would have done, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if we if, if we saw in a seed right now. Yeah, that part. Th- that, that part. That, that, that's what I want to know because I didn't I didn't. Now I'm not gonna say I didn't laugh at the stuff that I saw because it was funny. So I mean, I, I guess from the, I agree. I definitely laughed. You know, I mean, but sometimes when I mean what we used to say in my hood, you you grin, you in, you know. So you you become complicit, right? That means you enjoyed some of the mm. foolishness, yeah. you know, to to a certain extent. Yeah. But at the, but at the same time. You know, my heart was always grieved about what was being uh, put out there. And even certain conversations I was having with guys and people was like, you know, I was like, no, because I was in a room uh, with my my friend, uh, Lady Tamara Sheely, who ran for Senate in Georgia. Um, She's been uh, we've been working together to get a coalition of pastors to actually talk about, uh, you know, reparations and that kind of thing. And I spent five hours in this room talking to all these, you know, hyper uh, pseudo revolutionaries, you know, talking crazy and celebrating it. And I'm like, and her topic was, well, how do we really galvanize this whole thing, this energy and make it something come back. You went out. I got a phone call. That's a good, that's a good, like, I like where he was going with that. But my thing is, even before we get reparations, we have to start teaching our young black people what to do, how to be smarter. Because think about it. If we get reparations, first of all, we get reparations off of ancestors. Like, that's, that's what I'm thinking about. We get reparations off of stuff that we didn't have to go through, first of all. Let's start there. And then secondly, for us not to have to go through that, but we reaping the benefit off of it, we need to learn how to be more productive in using those reparations. What's the point of us getting reparations if we don't know how to act? We're going to go back to the days of putting spinners and rims on the car? 
Like, come on, if we're gonna get reparations, we gotta at least get reparations to bless the next gen like the generation coming after us. Because I think that's where even Prophet Khan was kind of right when he said a lot of us gonna still be poor for the he said poor, not poor, poor for the rest of our life because of the spirit of entitlement that kind of grips us. I think that's the real thing. I don't know if y'all heard the video, but I'm gonna show I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna let y'all hear it real quick. I'm going to let you hear it real quick, Mama Lynn, because I think I sent it a tag tray in it or something like that. And he told me something I completely agree. <laughs> let me pull it up really quickly. Here it goes. <laughs> Not that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I got you. I got you now. All right. It's it. Very, very. Yes, Bishop Jake said. Tough times produce great men. But then he said great men produce weak seed. I didn't get it. It didn't make sense to me at first. But now I got it. And when he's got done explaining it, I have to agree. Tough times produce great men. And usually great men produce weak seed, meaning weak children. And the reason you produce weak children is you don't want your children to go through what you went through. So they don't go through the tough times you went through. But remember, what made you the great person was the tough times you went through. So we have a generation now of people that don't want to go through anything and it has produced a spirit that I'm after today called entitlement. You think people owe you something. Somebody got to do this for you. The devil be damned. I break the spirit of entitlement over you and your children. As long as you feel like somebody owe you something, I promise you, you're going to be poor the rest of your life. Uh-uh, not poor. Oh, your rest of your life. <laughs> not poor. Don't poor. be entitled. Don't nobody owe you nothing. I completely agree. That was a message and a, a lesson that people taught us back in my childhood. Growing up, we were taught, don't nobody owe you nothing. Like, you're not entitled to even the white like. And that's what I think even with us as black people, we have to get to a point where we know right from wrong versus black from white. I get it. The everything needs to be written in black and white, but then we need to understand right and wrong first too. Because for us, yes, we get that they did wrong. But guess what? If we get on the upper hand and get reparations or something like that, if we get on the upper hand and say, "Oh, we can finally fight back," guess what? It still ain't helping us. You well, fight back now. physically, hold but on, it ain't hold helping on us. Cause now what? You in jail? You back in their system? That ain't hold helping. On. Us. Hold on now. That's called the, uh, the that guy right there. It's like the pot calling the kettle black for real. Well, I don't care about what, because, who he is. He just say some good stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, but he, but said, he was quoting Bishop Jakes too, by the way. Now what? Now what he said? Now what the part about what Bishop Jakes said was right. And in some cases, from a standpoint of people that come from great uh, backgrounds, influences, sometimes their children don't turn out to be what they need to be. Because they've been coddled their entire life. That's the, the, what he's saying. But you can't, because from a legal standpoint, reparations is a is a legal scenario. Because if that was true, then... So since we can't get reparations, we out here trying to get revenge. Hold, and like, that, that ain't helping. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me show you something in history where black, not black folks, but white folks not only got revenge, but they use violence to basically get what they wanted. Uh, a la the, uh, the the Boston Tea Party. When they wasn't getting represented based on how they felt, 
with taxes, they said they rather inquired was no uh, taxate, no representation, no taxation without representation. So they decided to go and dump all of English, all the English tea in the uh, in the Boston Harbor, and they called it a tea party. Okay, so when we show our frustration. We're told that we, we got the sweet tea party. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we got to always use peaceful means, and I'm always one for peaceful means. But I am a realist, and I am a person that understands that when you see hypocrisy, that's that's one of my yeah. big pieces. Now, now here's the other part. Um, there is something to be said to where people don't owe you nothing, right? From a standpoint of you got to go out here and get it for yourself. But when you start talking about reparations from that perspective, that's a legal issue. Because the Jews got, they got reparations. The uh, the Japanese people, when they was in these consecration camps in the states that the American uh, uh, that the American government put them through, they got paid, right? So why is it that we can't legally demand? And HR forty has been on the floor for over forty years. Uh, that was first introduced by the late my frat brother, uh, Representative John Conyers, that tried to get the uh, legislations pushed through. And when we had a black president, instead of actually really trying to sign some kind of executive order, uh, or a president like Biden that told us, "If you don't vote for me, you ain't black." They ain't signed no executive order for that. They them gave you Juneteenth. They them gave you gay marriage. They them gave you everything except the stuff that really could help repair us, which is reparations. That's the facts. And but here's the thing. You, if we get reparations, we still have to be black people that, that has education and know how to use them. What would absolutely. those reparations look like? Because absolutely. like I said earlier, ain't no point of getting reparations if Pookie them is entitled and finna go buy some rims and, and a throwback it, Cadillac. It don't matter. It don't matter when when white folks blow wealth and they do it all the time. Uh, you know, uh, Anderson's Cooper, Anderson Cooper's family is the Vanderbilts. Look them up. And they made all their money. They made billions of dollars uh, during the rise of the industrial age when it was making uh, uh, the railroad. And they had a generation of fools that took over the money. And by the time Gloria Vanderbilt, who is his mama, came along, they had basically spent all the money. So she had to start a whole new legacy with the whole fashion scenario, and she built the family name back up. But they had a generation of people that existed before her that literally squandered that money. See, when you start really doing research, and you start understanding just because, as Chris Rock once said, uh, we always think that because it's, it's white, it's all right. It's not. White folks do some crazy stuff with money, and they keep doing it. Watch, won't you watch, if you get a chance, uh, if you ain't already watched it, I've been watching about the opioid crisis. They got this little uh, docu-series they got going on right now. They're kind of dramatizing it. And they're showing you how oxycodone is actually heroin and how the FDA and the U.S. government let it be legal to put all these people on, uh, on, on opioids while they was locking us up for selling crack and weed. Come on. You got to understand, this thing is always uh, one-sided. But we got to be not. This is why I like your point. And even what uh, Prophet Corner is, is trying to say is that no matter what the system is, you you going now? You going now? I can't hear you. No, I'm 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 driving near the airport. Let me know when you can hear me when I'm back. You good? You good? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So so even when we're doing right. We get taking the garbage out like some little four four, and the cop pull you over and put you in the car. You just taking the garbage out, or you can fit the wrong description and be walking with your baby, and the cop shoots you, put your baby in the arms. So, 
ain't no utopia that protects us from white supremacy not being white supremacy or white supremacy not white supremacy if that's the word it is now so we got to stop that we got to understand that again my concern about the whole chair thing was the fact that i knew that okay what's gonna be white supremacy's uh next move i likened it to being being down by 25 points with two minutes left and you shoot a three-pointer and you shouldn't have sitting here uh cabbage patches acting like the game ain't over dude the game over we behind so what we jumped and helped and and fought and did all this next time the third that's cool no problem ain't the first time we've done it but now we see the fallout and as i said are you gonna sow a seed after you done posted white chairs and created content to get some eyes on your on your YouTube channel, are you gonna send twenty dollars, and are we gonna band together to have this this brother a, 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 a facts, proper facts. defense? I mean, so that's the kind of talk I'm, and ain't nobody talking about that. And that's why I, I, I sometimes I don't like us like that. And, and th- it's just social media, it ain't just us. Man, what you said? That's why I don't viral. like us like that. <laughs> Some sometimes I don't like us like that. I'm here because. We we, 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 we we get hyped for the wrong stuff. Right. That ain't the that ain't the stuff to be hyped about. Yeah. I mean, be, be hyped about uh, a little thirteen year old girl that uh is the first uh young black person to go to medical school at thirteen. That that's what I wanna see go viral. That don't go yeah. viral. Yeah. But as soon as somebody hits somebody in the head with a child, like they on WWE from back in the day, now we celebrate to myself we the ancestors is proud. You sound real stupid. I didn't, I didn't post none of that stuff on my social media. You can go check it. I ain't post nothing about that. Preachers preaching about somebody, some, you want somebody to support you like somebody. You know, what, what's that? What is that? It's foolishness. I saw several preachers uh, that used that reference in their uh, sermons uh, the last couple weeks to be relevant. I get it. There's some rhetoric and relevancy that you can use with pop culture. I get it. But sometimes there's, uh, there's got to be a line drawn. Them was not one of them because that woman got assaulted with a chair by a man and if that was a and if that was a sister we would have been talking different and i ain't saying in the heat of the moment who knows what would have happened i ain't mad at the brother for doing it i get it i'm just saying how sometimes we really missed the we missed the we missed the boat yeah and like i said let's sow a seed i don't know what the brother name is but he don't look like he got no money and 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 if 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 I know good, especially down there, you from down that way, you don't hit a white woman in the head with a chair. Oh, that bail probably fat. That, yeah. that, 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 it, they probably want a million dollars for them to get out. Facts. I mean, so what we gonna do then? We talking about chairs now, or are we going back to seeing what else is gonna be viral? What what else we can make fun of and be popular about and get more followers? Yeah. And I can't wait to see some of these guys that was talking crazy last week because I ain't seen no room about uh, the fist fund for this brother. I don't seen, uh, you know, all the stuff about him, uh, you know, swinging the chairs. Even one of my frat brothers was, uh, you know, one of he a Neo. He was twirling the cane, then he picked up a chair and started twirling it, and it went viral. And That's we cool. now, now, hold on, now he picked up a chair and started twirling like a. <laughs> go to go to Pyramids and Diamonds on uh on uh, Instagram and you'll find it. Oh, we, yeah. yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, so, hey, man, like I said, I know we're going to have fun. I know we're going to poke fun. But there's got to be a time when we get serious. 
this is one of them times that we get serious Thanks. because when we start when we start talking about what's going what's really going on, like I said, the little boy he taking the garbage out and the cops put them in cuffs. I've seen that this weekend too. If we talking about chairs, somebody hits somebody in the head, that answer, man, I mean, we we just be focused on the wrong stuff sometimes because of entertainment value. And then when it, when it's time to pay the bill, all the Negroes scatter. Who gonna pay the bill? Yeah. We done had all we done had all this fun talking about it. Now who, who who gonna rally the truth for real? Yeah. That's what I wanna know. All that <laughs> foolishness. I'm sick of I'm sick of us and our foolishness sometimes. I really am. And they ain't just black folks. I love us. I know we're gonna do what we do, but I'm I'm sick of society and foolishness. We just we just we just just do it. Gonna do it. Who gonna do something else stupid so you can go viral? And then over talk about it, overcook it. Somebody else get paid. You seen up here sharing it. They ain't paid you nothing. You share you sharing all of that stuff. You on social media telling me how to share, you ain't getting a check. So it's crazy. I pray for that brother. I really do. I'm praying for even the white people. Because this stuff has got to stop. If we're trying to stop it. Then why are we celebrating abroad? It's dumb. Because them when, black people getting reparations, though, Pat. No, that, that, that's what that's what to black people. That's what reparations look like to them right now. Being able to put their hands on another white person because they 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 needed it. This ain't the first time we don't whoop some white folks. That's what I'm saying. We are, <laughs> we always been whooping them. <laughs> that Turner went on a whole crusade and killed sixty five white folks trying to get out of slavery. This ain't that new. We done had slave upright. We had Toussaint lay over to that whooped the whole country. That's why Haiti is in this state today. They made sure that they uh didn't let Haiti become a sovereign nation because they put blockades and sanctions on them. We've been whooping white folks. That ain't nothing new. That's why I, that's why I wasn't excited about it. If you know your history, you wouldn't be celebrating nothing like that. Because you'd be like, man, look, Hannibal did that. This fool crossed the Alps to fight some, some Romans. As a black man in Northern Africa. See, when you know your history or Queen Amaranthus, y'all was happy about a woman king, some fictional stuff about some folks that actually was selling our folk, but they want to tell you the history of a sister that led and turned back Alexander. See, when you know your history, you don't get you don't get uh, excited about foolishness. In fact, it'll make you cry when folk uh, that don't know our real history, our total history, celebrate foolishness. It's our fault. We got to stop celebrating foolishness. And if you're not going to bail that brother, help bail that brother out, then you are complicit. You shared the video. You talked about it. You told us, yeah, that's one for us. It's like, bro, we've been whooping white people, but what, what's what's new? That ain't new. So I'm, I'm so that's what that's what got me on the rant on that. And when I heard that, like, no, nah, bro, no, nah, we, we got we, we got to stop that. Yeah. It's time to move in the action. We can throw hands. We can raise money. Let's do that. As Jesse Jackson once said, the hands that pick cotton cannot pick presidents. Well, folks that throw hands to the white oppressor can now uh, put, reach their hands in their pocket and help this brother get out of jail. Let's do that.
you on mute, bro, if you're talking. Oh, my fault. <laughs> I'm over here definitely talking. But, yeah, I know I'm, I be on Facebook Live, too. And emoji. Yeah, pray for me. But, um, no, I was, I was agreeing with you, Pat. But I think it all comes back with that spirit of entitlement. Um, That spirit of entitlement thing. Like, a lot of us think that people be owing us stuff. So, even with the reparations, like I said, I agree. I, can, I would love to get some reparations. However, you know what I'm saying? I think we still have to be smarter as black people and know that it's not just a white and black issue that we always have, but it's a right and wrong issue that a lot of us keep facing and that's why we see a lot of even in our own community like to be honest i can't you know what i'm saying i can't talk about the white folks because at the end of the day if i'm perpetuating in my community then yeah i'm gonna have to start there <laughs> like i'm gonna have to start there because that's not yeah i don't think that's a healthy way of doing things you know what i'm saying that's just me yeah but we gotta make sure again that we separate what's legal because rep reparations is a lawsuit yeah it Entitlement is like I expect somebody to help me pay my bills. That's different. They ain't the same. That's why Karn was totally off and sounded real tone deaf, at least for me. I'm so but <laughs> but but from a standpoint of what Bishop Jake said, where kids sometimes can have great lives and then they never really mature because they wait on mom and daddy to still pay their bills because mom and daddy them caught them all their life. And that's not indicative of every man that's great or every family is great. Because Shaquille O'Neal tell his kids all the time, I'm rich, y'all not. You know, I'm your daddy. One Buffett told his kids that, look, I ain't leaving y'all a whole bunch of money like y'all think I am. You know, so so that, that don't apply to all the rich folks now. You know, it, it might go for some some certain aspects. So that's where sometimes, again, even as wise as Bishop Jakes is, sometimes you can, you, can, uh, you know, cast a too broad of a net. Because everything ain't always true. From your perspective it might be true from his based on some of his boys some of his kids with the exception of maybe sarah and cora they might be doing pretty decent uh and, and his other sons maybe he's saying that from stuff he's seen with himself but i mean even with them i think they still had the opportunity to get it out the bud i mean i can't say that sarah or cora don't work for what they got at the same time they do probably got a sense of you know what i'm saying blessing on their life because your back your daddy is bishop tdj why ain't nothing wrong with that I ain't nothing wrong with cashing in on that, but 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 I'm saying that they they actually are doing the work. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. Sarah Sarah been writing books for years, you know. Uh, she's now now she's preaching now she's a, a assistant pastor. She probably gonna take over the throne when it's yeah. all said and done, which is right. gonna be unprecedented because you know a lot of great men like that don't leave the throne to their daughter. You know, uh, so you know that's huge. What's that again? The Bishop Jakes even got a son. He got two boys. Oh, I ain't never know that. They preaching. One of them is I can't remember the one is kind of, I think his name is uh, Dexter. I think he's a minister. Then this oldest boy, you know, he be on some other stuff. But <laughs> but I think he's trying to make it Jermaine. He's kind of making his making his way back, you know, to where he need to be, you know. But I mean, still, you know. His perspective is shaped based on his own perspective of things he may have seen or things he may have experienced. But like I said, there's a lot of people that are well-to-do and very successful that their kids do well and they train them. And it wasn't about putting them, just putting them in the best private schools or this and the third. Now, I get it. Some some people do come from that entitlement space, especially with this affirmative action stuff that just rolled down a couple of weeks back where they made sure that, oh, based on the 
basis of gender and race, affirmative action is struck down. Not from a space of if your if you went there and your son got a two point one, he could still get in over the kid that's got a three point five that's black or whatever. So. You know, again, as I stated earlier, white supremacy always makes sure it moves the goalposts and take care of itself. So that's why we can't be out here saying, oh, no, we don't need no reparations. That's a handout. No, it ain't. That's something legal. Because if they sent you a check them off for $2 million for reparations, Brian Carr going to cast that check just like he cast some checks for them seeds he'd be receiving for prophecy. So he can stop capping. He would take that money. He would take that money faster than Florida going north. And he'll probably put it in his church. <laughs> Absolutely. Probably oil in his pocket one. And then <laughs> and he'll put it in his pocket and then get everybody so a seed so a seed into his ministry from their reparations. That's what he would do. I'm so weak. <laughs> Leave that man alone. No, the truth. I the, what lie am I telling? Leave that man alone. What lie? No, no, I'm trying to figure out the lie I'm telling. <laughs> I ain't saying you were telling the lie. Okay. Leave that man alone. <laughs> I ain't messing with him. You brought him up and based on what he said. I'm just breaking down what the Negro said. I'm so weak. <laughs> so how about this then? How about mm-hmm. this? Hello, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Let me play this, because Mama Lynn sent me this clip. And Mama Lynn, I agree with what Malcolm X was saying. Hold on. Let me exit that. Hold on, because Mama Lynn sent me this one this weekend, too. Okay. And we'll when black people wake up and become intellectually independent enough to think for themselves as other humans are intellectually independent enough to think for themselves then the black man will think like a black man and he will feel for other black people and this new thinking and feeling will cause black people to stick together and then at that point, you'll have a situation where when you attack one black man, you are attacking all black men. And this type of black thinking will cause all black people to stick together. And this type of thinking also will bring an end to the brutality inflicted upon black people by white people. And it is the only thing that will bring an end to it. No federal court, state court, or city court will bring an end to it. It's something that the black man has to bring an end to himself. So, Patton, you a black man. Go ahead, black man. Well, let me say this here. I agree with him. For uh, I, I go, Captain, before you say it, I agree with him. But what I disagree is how they put this video side by side with him saying that and showing how black people sticking up for black people is going to create this, what he just said. I, that's why I disagree with him, because then these people was fighting you can't, but I kind of get what he was saying. I get it. But, well, I, I get, I get it. What he's saying, but see, again, it's this utopian thought that even at the end of his life, and even Dr. King at the end of their lives, people that really was in the fight, the system is so tough that everybody is not going to be committed to what it really takes to move our plight and our community forward. It's always been that faithful few that have dared to fight and stand up. You know, when the students was getting arrested, you know, at the city encounters, a lot of people didn't like that. They said, why break the law to change the law? Well, then now, if they didn't, if they had listened to what, what conventional wisdom was, you and I wouldn't be moving and matriculating through society the way we do now. So this, this utopian thought is what I disagree with. 
I, I do understand that there are certain aspects of influence that can cause us to do X, Y, and Z, but not from a space of uh, mass uh, one person leading and then everybody drinking the Kool-Aid and moving. I think that when you, when you uh, like in church now, we're doing uh, the, the little small groups. And small groups is really where you really make the, the most of how you move a community forward. And, and the small group mentality in, 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 the, in the fight for equality and equity in America for black folks really has got, has got to come not only through the church, but it's got to come through family, where family is a small group. Most of our families are not even, uh, you know, unified, let alone talking about some cast big net. Oh, if all the black people thought the same, well, that's impossible. We all Right, because our family's not even functional. Right. I mean, from a standpoint where we agree, and, and, and watch this, no family agrees on everything. Thanks. White, black, Hispanic, whatever. Yeah. So again, it sounds good from a space of, oh, if black people just did this, and then the black man will do this, and the black, we, we trust those kind of types, and as much as I respect Malcolm X and Farrakhan, those kind of guys, they preach this gospel of, of blackness, or of ethnicity, and it doesn't work from a space of uh, utopian change. Can it, can it work one-to-one -one where you have a, a healthy self-esteem about who you are and whose you are? Absolutely. And could that roll up to the greater good of our community? Absolutely. But is it going to be some great I have a dream speech or some I've been to the mountaintop speech or who told you you was, uh, you know, you was ugly, you know, whatever he, he, he spoke about back in the day when he was at his heyday when he was making all those speeches. And those speeches needed to be had, believe it or not. I don't agree with his religion, but a lot of the steps that he had to say about our people and what we was going through at the time, I could definitely rock with. But at the same time, I'll say this, be quiet. The utopian thinking of this is going to change or it's going to change because if every black person did this, then white supremacy going to stop doing this. White supremacy has shown us the last 400 years that if it's Harriet Tubman, if it's Frederick Douglass, if it's A. Philip Randolph, if it's Marcus Garvey, if it's Sojourner Truth, whomever, the U.S. government and even some of the uh, allies that we had uh, in the, in the uh, pre-civil rights movement. And we were talking about, uh, you know, the abolishment of safe slavery. There's always somebody that's going to have another program that then slows down the advancement of what people are really needing and what they're asking for. So that's why Malcolm, though well-intended, based on the whole thought process, is wrong. Mm, yeah, I was just saying, I want to say the whole thought process is wrong. I just believe our approach and what he said should be wrong. I agree because I believe that there will be no end to this, this white, the white supremacy or racial brutality until us as a black people come together. I don't believe it's going to be done, but like you said, by the courts. I don't believe federal court, local court, city courts. I don't believe the courts is always going to be on our side. Now, granted, we've seen that in some seasons, in some cases, that they're on our side. But no, even if we look back at Mike Brown, um, if we look back at um, Trayvon Martin, even if we look at George Floyd, I think they've all, uh, white people, you know what I'm saying? The system is always going to be there. Let's put it like that. The system is always going to be there, but we have to find smarter ways to get around it. Like, I 
agree with the statement of if we stick together and we create those units, we create those spaces for us to continue to thrive. Not saying because we want to be separate, but because we know that what we deserve, what we need, what 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 you know what I'm saying, what is best for us, I think we should get back to the places where we create those spaces. We get back to the places where we put those type of policies in place. For black people, it shouldn't always end, it shouldn't always equal us having to go back and fight. Uh, for something as as a way of us standing up. Yes, we can fight, but not physically. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Let's come up with other ways and methods for us to do stuff. That's why I tell people I'm uh, proud of every creative and entrepreneur and trailblazer right now because that gives us the ability to introduce new new concepts, new ideas, and new methods. That's why I'm even telling people now Thursdays for me. God is calling us as young black people, educated black people who may not have uh who who may who who, who got more degrees than a thermometer, who got more money than all this other stuff because we talk about stuff like that in church, but we still don't got no power, meaning that we don't got no common sense, we don't got no ability to do anything, but we got all this money, we got all these degrees, but we have to be the unit that comes together and utilize our resources in the smartest way possible instead of us saying, okay, well, yeah, we just going to fight back. Uh, I get it. Let's fight back, but fight well, back in a smarter way. Let's, let's, I... let's get reparations in education. Yes, ma'am, Miss Sonia, jump in. Um, here's here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, to, in order to move any uh, measuring stick or anything, there has to be unity. And when you think about it, when we go back to biblical times, uh, one reason why all of our languages are confounded is because they had got together on one accord. It is there's power in being on one accord. Um, that's when we can can move uh, the stick. That doesn't mean that we all have to think the same. Um, but if I bring an idea and you bring an idea and we go together, that's where our strength comes from. And it comes from unity. And what the problem is with our culture is, and a lot of it stems from white supremacy, because back in the day, all through the generations, they were smart enough to break down, number one, like Patton said, the family. So when they broke down the family, it trickled down to everything else and got yeah. all of, a lot of people, their their mindset is off. Yeah. And, and so we have to come back, like to I told my grandson, family. my six-year-old yeah. grandson this morning, go back to the basics and yeah. start all over again and the success comes with unity you have to be unified in order to move anyway in my business um uh i, I can take ideas from other people and everything but when i was first starting out and it was only my idea i was stifled I was stunned. My growth, my business growth was stunned because I was in my own head. Um, and so it takes it takes more. It says one can put a thousand to flight and two put ten thousand to flight. Right, God's right. been telling us in the word what it takes for us to be overcomers. Yeah. You know, like for me in my life, I used to smoke crack. I used to uh uh, still, I used to do a whole lot of things, but then when I came together with other people who had made it out of the condition that I was in, and I was willing 
There yeah. go the word willing. I was willing to take advice and listen to uh, somebody other than my own voice. Yeah. And I unified with other people who were overcomers, other people who uh, were successful. Then that's when my success came. Yeah, that makes complete sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of us, too, are too divided in the smallest areas, even in our family. Like, we look out for us. <laughs> what they say, our four and no more. But us as a unit of black people, we have to start realizing that our resources, our gifts, our talents is not only just for us and our family, but for the people that God has called us to, you know what I'm saying, in our local community. Because that's how we help the black community develop ourselves. Yes, God ain't calling you uh, to go speak to everybody and be a prophet to the nations and stuff like everybody is thinking that God's calling them to be. No, we everybody we ask for all of that. But what we are, what I believe that we can ask for is for a sense of unity back in the black community. I think that should be a real thing that we begin to reintroduce, a sense of unity back in the black community. Because when we can get that, you know what I'm saying, back into place, I think a lot of us will be able to look out for each other more, see more examples of positivity in the community. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't gonna cap, I seen that video this past weekend and it kind of broke my heart but then my thing is what was the black community in those moments you know what i'm saying what was the neighbor what was the neighborly auntie what was the, you know what i'm saying and granted people will get it on video but truth is what well, we need we need people to also step in and do responsible things like be respectful like come on now and even if, like i don't know i think it's just it's just stupid it's just stupid but let me go ahead and flip real quick i'm gonna go ahead and flip real quick because i do want to talk about this topic too again that i seen this weekend about you know what i'm saying the bible and i ain't gonna cap i posted on the um posted it on waking up with the prophet page so y'all can see it and it's i mean and it's full you know what i'm saying essence because i didn't want to argue with the man or i'm not going to argue with the man or anybody else on my opinion but i do you know, I do have my personal opinions about this because it's somewhat, it's, it's kind of somewhat true. Pattern, so there's a post that 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 we seen this weekend. I don't know if you've seen it, but JY ended up sending it to me too. A couple of people ended up writing posts about it and all this other stuff. I think Trey didn't mention it to me. And I was like, let me go read the actual man post. And it says, the Bible is not always right. We do not believe that our God, our sacred text is written by God. It is not in, inerrant. Men wrote it. Sometimes the Bible is wrong and hermeneutics of suspicions are right. All right. I'm going to leave it right there. Because, I mean, I ain't going to cap. I don't know what the hermeneutics in the suspicion. I don't agree everything is right in the Bible myself. I believe okay, that well, certain things in the Bible can be a little I believe that all the text is inspired by God and written by men. However, when we preach and begin to educate people like we do now, and we realize the growing development of our theology, I can somewhat agree with this man when he said the Bible is not always right. Now, I'm one of those type of people that was raised on grandma saying, baby, the Bible is always right. It is. It is infallible. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But when we have debunked certain scriptures like women shouldn't speak in the church or slavery was shouldn't be acceptable then we literally tell the bible it is kind of you know a little off well let's make sure we understand the purpose of the bible first and foremost bible or biblios is translated to mean a collection of books that's one um over 40 authors wrote different books for the times that they lived in that was for one goal and one goal only 
which was to reveal the truth of who God was and who Jesus was, who came to basically redeem mankind back to God. When we look at the Bible through, and when we say hermeneutics, hermeneutics is the study of the interpretation of scripture or the Bible, right? So I can interpret the Bible. You said the, herme hold on. You said the, herme the hermeneutics is the what? It's the study of the interpretation of the Bible. Okay. So interpretation meaning not only the, the actual meaning of what the text says. And so you have three major languages. You got, you got Aramaic, Greek, and then English. Okay. So somewhere in between those kind of things, context based on the total meaning can mean certain different things depending on certain words that may not translate fully and from a standpoint of a linguistic standpoint, right? So you get the you take the next best word for a certain language to actually have the understanding. So, but at the end of the day, when you talk about slavery, we talk about women preaching, those kind of things. Here's what Jesus did tell us: We know the tree by the fruit it bears. So, because somebody interprets that Paul meant that women should be preachers, but I see the fruit under the tree that this woman is absolutely anointed to preach, and miracle signs and wonders are following her, like the scripture says that these signs follow those that believe. Then. The problem ain't with the Bible. The problem is with the idiot that wrote it and interpreted it. It's what that's what the Bible meant. So, until, so until I mean, I can somewhat agree with that, but then at the same time, you can't always you can't always expect people to perfectly understand the Bible based off of what it meant. When we say what it says is what it says, and what is written is what's written. Well, but okay, now okay, we say now, the so, same thing. That's what they do with when, when they even had that homosexual conversation. When that man talked about how Sodom and Gomorrah wouldn't about that look kids or something, and this is just how we interpret it. And I've heard too many goddamn stories about you, this. Like, but I'm just saying, like, if we keep leaving it up to the, harm, the suspicions of hermeneutics, then ain't nobody ever gonna get the Bible right, and the Bible always gonna no, have no, infallible. No. No, 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 no. Again, when you understand the purpose of the Bible, then how we argue about what we think is say or mean to me becomes irrelevant. Because if I know the, because the, all the books have some kind of reference to who Jesus is, where you can see why he came. And even after that, see, there, there's, there's a bit of mystery in scripture that I think that certain scholars that they think they become so intellectual that they think that, oh, I can explain exactly what God meant about something that is really meant to be a mystery and meant to be interpreted several different ways. Not from a standpoint of getting the actual hardcore evidence of what it actually meant, but for you and I to basically look at the times and just oppose it with the uh, context of what the scripture can be saying in these times. So from that perspective, I got another fellow theologian on the stage. I'm sure Dr. Jacob can agree with some of that and maybe not all of it. But what I'm telling you is, is that from my study and my stance of believing that the word of God, who is not the not which is not the actual written book, by the way, but the word of God, which is explained by John in chapter one, where he says the word was God. The words were with God. The word is Jesus. So that Bible reveals the, the living inerrant word who is Jesus, who actually lives on the inside of you and I when we have the Holy Spirit. So when you look at it from that perspective and when people are trying to pick apart the Bible, I just smile because I know they have no clue. The purpose of the Bible, they have no, um, they, 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 they can't interpret it correctly because they're not interpreting scripture with scripture.
Dr. Patton, you went out. Come back. Is it just me? Okay, maybe it's just me. Okay, can you hear me? There you go. There you go. Okay, there you so go. I was saying, when you talk about... Dog, shut up. Patton, you went out again. Okay, yeah, you doing that again. Okay. Ebony, did you want to jump in? Uh, I'll just speak a tiny bit to not be redundant to what he said. Um, I agree with the statement. I think that context uh, is everything when it comes to the word of God. And I think we were not taught that uh, we pick, we have always picked and choose what we wanted to um, believe out of the Bible or, you know, apply to the Bible. But I think it is all applicable in the time that it was written. And there's some of it that, of course, can apply to now. The whole women, you know, shouldn't speak thing. That was talking about a specific sect of women who were interrupting what was happening in the temple. That was not supposed to be used to say that women, you know, have no place in the pulpit to preach or whatever. That context is everything uh, when it comes to the Bible. It's, I think a lot of us just were not, were not taught that um, men who knew better, I think a lot of them knew better. They they chose to share what they wanted to share to make it fit their beliefs. Um, I know that to be true for, for one of my childhood pastors. He just didn't believe in women in the pulpit and use that scripture as a justification. Um, so yeah, I mean, but I that's understand. the thing, though, Ebony. It's hard for you to not use it as a justification when it's literally in the Bible and it's something that is like like written there. Like <laughs> no, but we pick. I, that I would agree with that if we lived by the letter of the Bible. So I'm saying we use context for what we want to use context for. We use it when we use it when when it's applicable to us. Like you know, wearing mixed fabrics and eating seafood. Oh, we can say, oh, that was for that time. That's the law. But then when it comes to women and you're a chauvinist, then all of a sudden this is literal. Okay, well, come on. We just we pick and choose, and I guess that's what irritates me. Um, I agree. Nothing about God itself is wrong. But that Bible was inspired was inspired by God, written by men. It was written in a particular time period, um, to particular you know people. Like there are literal letters to those those churches in that time. Of course, it's not going to all be applicable to your church in this present day. But there is nothing that God said. In, I mean, that Jesus said in in that bread. That is not applicable in this day and time. It's the things that the men said to those churches of that day that I have issue with. And that I think we really have to take some time and look through and see what is applicable and what is not. So I'll land there. Patton said a bunch. And I know Dr. Jacob is going to come and he's going to make this all really beautiful in the bow, but I'm tired. Um, but yeah, that's just my issue. Um, when we pick and choose what we want to interpret and we don't use context. My fault is a plane going up and they know if y'all would be able to hit me. But Dr. Jacob, I want you to um if you could, I want you to elaborate on this man. It's in my PTR. I don't know if you had the chance to read it. But I want to see how you feel about this. Good morning, by the way. Your it's in your work. I said the picture in my PTR, the statement. You see the person? Oh, I didn't see that. Hold on. The Bible is not.
Okay. Um, I would hate to to elaborate on that because it only makes sense to him, um, and uh, you have to be careful on speaking on what makes sense to the person and does not make sense to the scripture. Um, if you get caught up in trying to interpret, okay, so. Good morning, first of all. Hey, everybody. Uh, Ebony, you put too much pressure on me. Don't do, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> um, my wife, I went into the military. My wife uh, was writing me letters uh, while I was in the military. She was writing me letters when I went away. Um, and uh, at the time, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. We were, you know, she was my fiance, yada, yada, yada. And uh, she was writing me letters. She was writing me letters and she would say stuff that dealt with um, our encounter with each other from the time she went to the prom with me until I left for for um, uh, basic training. So she's writing me letters. She's writing me letters. She's writing me letters. Now, anyone else who reads the letters that she's writing me would not get any type of understanding about what we're talking about because the letters hear this were for me. Um, they would not get an understanding of what we were talking about. They would not get a, an idea. They would be so lost. So what they would do is they would try to figure it out themselves. Uh, and they would, they would probably, you know, get some of it right. They would even probably uh, get somewhere in the ballpark. However, it is the person who wrote the letter speaking directly to the person who reads the letter and has a relationship. So they read through their relationship, not through their understanding or through uh, their, their trying to interpret what they could mean or what they're trying to say, what they read and how they read it. They read it in a way where the relationship guides their thoughts while reading. Okay. So a lot of times what happens is we have people who don't have a relationship and are trying to read a letter that wasn't sent to them. It was sent for them, but it wasn't sent to them. <laughs> and so in order for you to understand that letter, you have to go back to the writer you cannot you cannot go back to um uh, you cannot rely 100% on your thought. You cannot even rely 100% on historical context. That's why the Bible says this, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Because it makes no sense not to go back to the original, the or, the originator of the text in order for you to get the full context in the text. So it it's it's we can letter all day long. And that's what we've done. We've built, we've built uh, uh, monuments to our understanding of the letter. They're called Baptist and they're called Pentecostal and they're Ooh. called Pogic and they're called, um, <laughs> that's, what, that's what they are. Think okay, about it. it. Think about it. it. Think about it. Uh, and and we were, uh, they were first called Christians at Antioch. So this is Antioch Baptist Church. <laughs> We've built monuments to our understanding of the letter. 
the question is, after you built the monument to your understanding of the letter, what happened to the interpretation that gave life? Not the spirit that gave letter, not the understanding that gave letter. So it's it's important, please hear me, it's important for you to understand that no matter how much you read, no matter how much you 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 attempt to uh you always have to go directly to the originator to understand this Bible. You have to go back to the one who was in the inspirer. Okay? So I and trust me, you know I'm I'm good down with with understanding hermeneutical context. I'm down with all of that. I'm just saying after you've taken all your classes, after you've done all of your research, after you've done all of your your study, after you've uh exhausted as many letters as you can get behind your name, make sure that you don't let your knowledge get in the way of your understanding. In all thy getting, get an understanding, but make sure that wisdom is the primary thing. Wisdom is not just knowing, it's the experience behind the know. I'll shut my mouth there. God bless you. Well, all right then. Did he shut his mouth and then drop the mic? Okay, all right. Don't he always do that, Mama, uh, Mama Lynn? Just come in here and just drop the mic. And right. I think that was kind right. of a good... And you, you hanging on because you like, okay, what else? Okay, come on. Right. <laughs> you, you, you enjoying this, and all of a sudden you say, <laughs> uh, You know, I, I, I always question uh, this because, you know, uh, I do remember... Women in the Old Testament giving the word, and uh, it, it, it always mind boggling me. Uh, our old family church, and Mike is in the audience, so he can back me up on this. Uh, they didn't allow women in the pulpit, she had to stand down on the floor at a little podium. Yeah, and I, I remember used that. To look at that and say, Wow. We that ancient? We ain't growing up? You knew know, missionary. So I I I don't get it. Uh I love hearing a word from a woman just as much as I hear love hearing it from a man. I even love hearing it from a kid. So uh now, Mama Linda, the, the thing that the thing that messes that theology up is that the first carriers of the gospel were women. I know. That's why I, you know why we so ancient. Jesus says to to Mary that comes to the tomb, he says, "Go tell the disciples what you see." Those, those are the first that he rose. Those are the first carriers of scripture, of the revelation of the gospel. Gospel is not just the life, the death, or the coming, the life, the death, and the burial of Jesus Christ. 
It is the resurrection and the second coming that he's coming back again. Uh, so I think what we've done is is what I tell you to, that I say on a constant basis. We've made monuments and movements out of moments and think that because we've made movements out of moments, we think that it's gospel truth when it's just your attempt to be monumental. You're making monuments out of moments because you're trying to be monumental in a space that you're allowed to be in, you don't own. So I'm not preaching. Say again. I was just saying, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not preaching because I'm qualified. I don't care how many letters I have behind my name. I don't care how much studying I do. It makes no difference. I can study all day long and try to get all of all of that's great. Don't please don't get it wrong. But if I constantly live by the letter and miss the spiritual implications in the text, I will be caught doing the same thing that the Sadducees and the Pharisees do or did. And I said do because we still have those Sadducees and Pharisees inside of church in the 21st century. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Wait a minute. I had a thought. I wonder how many people ain't going to get in heaven because they didn't let the women get the word. It's just a thought. Well, if heaven was based off of a identity system where you're you're it's what you did, you're judged on your your actions, but your actions are not the entrance or the uh, restriction to heaven, for it is by grace that we're saved. Not works. Not a works. That's what I know the that, but it, it was just one of my little thoughts in my head. You know, everyone, you know I love you. You know I love <laughs> you more than life. You know, <laughs> you know, it's one of them little crazy thoughts you get in your head. Like, mm, well, how many of them? You know, I, I had to move moments and then I had to sit and laugh because it'd be so funny. You know, um, and then again, it's not funny. But how we treat people, period. There's a minister here uh, in Cincinnati, and he be on the radio, and he be going in while women should not be preaching. The pulpit, and he go off of what we're, that one particular scripture where Paul wrote that letter. But suppose Paul had wrote that letter saying men instead of women. You know, Paul said a lot of stuff that he did. He did. That we be arguing about and talking about. But we look at the women, but what about the men that participated? I'm going to leave that right there. Yeah. Listen, they got a whole room dedicated to Paul. Because even in scripture, Paul still <laughs> arguing his identity. Even in scripture, Paul still has to fight for his authority as an apostle. But then here it is in the 21st century, 
we somewhat discredit Paul <laughs> and give credence to Paul at the same time, Pastor Jacob. <laughs> we don't know what to do with Paul. <laughs> the the issue is we cannot discredit Paul. There there is no way, no matter how much we attempt to 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 uh recognize the identity of Paul uh, through his origin. You know, we can go down the, the rabbit hole when it comes to Paul, and I don't think mo most of us are ready, uh, but the the Bible says that Paul was beaten nine times by the people he came to serve. Uh, he They put his name on billboards to discredit him, to uh, they went after Paul for everything he did. Um, if, if you really, really want to go down that rabbit hole, it would be an all day conversation. However, what I will say to you, to, what I would say to that is, uh, the only reason a lot of times we try to discredit um, the the truth of someone else's revelation with God is because our revelation with God does not match what they were able to um, identify in the re revelation of God. So I I I, I very I kind of defend um, because you can, you don't have his. Um, uh, don't talk to me about what I did, and you don't have a resume for yourself. Mm. Let your resume let your resume equal up to my resume then we can talk after that just hush but it's good to see you kosha hey girl how you doing girl I miss you so hey. Much. hey hey everybody good morning good morning kosha <laughs> jump on in <laughs> come on here eating watermelon uh -huh. ain't yellow ain't real it, oh my goodness well this is a good conversation um okay i'm very much um I could get into defending the gospel and stuff like that, but I feel like it's too, for me, I'm not going to have a conversation with someone who already believes that, right? You are, yeah. you, I'm going to let you believe what you choose to believe because denominations are nothing but doctrinal disagreements. And that's where we get all this AME this and apostolic this and Pentecostal that and Baptist this. Because somebody stopped at their interpretation and decided that was the truth. They wanted yeah. to stand on it. And um, as far as women not preaching in the pulpit, stand on the ground. Get a chance. <laughs> like, my question is, if a man tell you, okay, the Bible says you can't preach in the pulpit, who told you you had to preach in the church? Thanks. Don't it got souls? It's got more souls outside of that building that you so caught up in because see i don't need to be in conversations because i'm not gonna go the traditional route i'll be like yeah girl you know get it no i'm gonna ask you like sis who validated what man in there are you seeking validation from yeah. now you know i i'm not a disrespecter of protocol or authority but at some point you got to remember, you got to stand before God for the charge he put in you. If you won't stand 10 toes down and say, God called you to this, where is that same Holy Ghost? To be like, okay, if I'm not welcome here to do so, okay, I don't have to be in a pulpit to preach. And that goes into the ideology of a lot of people and feeling like they have to be in certain places to do certain things in order for God to use them in certain yeah. ways and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's a lot of B-O-L-O-G in it. And I think people really, at the end of the day, 
they want to argue the Bible for its fact and not come to the revelation of truth. You are not settled in God enough to have that revelation uh, because he can't trust you with it. Because yeah. what you'll do, you'll weaponize your knowledge to try to look over yeah. people who are not as learned. Yeah, and yeah. The more God reveals to you, the more grace he gives you for people who are less. Or less Come on now. That's and, good, Coach. So oftentimes when people have these theological conversations, I'm there to gather intel. And I'm, I'm <laughs> watching your truth. Like, mm-hmm. I hear pride all through that. And a lot of people who are more learned, they're not apt to teach. They're not willing to tell the young ones, like, hey, okay, this is what I stood 10 toes down on. But the more time I spent in God, the more he revealed to me that the information was right, but my application was wrong. Oh, <laughs> facts. That, that's it. That's it. So that's it. I can't, I've been more of a stumbling block when God was trying to make me a, a road. He was trying to make me a conduit. And now I'm causing a a conversation that wasn't even necessary when the buck never stopped with me. The buck stops with Christ. This buck stops at the cross. And when we can get more people that's really wanting to understand God, um, understand the Bible, um, come into the unity of the faith, because according to Ephesians 4, um, he gave some apostles, some prophets. There was no gender in there. So if I fall into any one of those categories, I'm a part of the sum in some capacity. Now, if you want to get into your gender wars and say what I can't do, I'm going to direct you back to Jehovah Jesus Christ, God, whatever you want to call him. I'm like, you go check him. I'm going to be obedient. And why you're over there trying to check him and, you know, trying to check, like, uh, like Jacob said, check my resume. Um, I pray the Lord work all that stuff out of you. Because it's a, it's a major pride thing. And beyond all these conversations, the key component that's missing is faith. Because even with all your study, you're still using faith to believe that what you're reading, choosing to believe, is right. You know, if you want to go back in Isaiah, it says, come, let us reason together. People don't want to reason together because you don't want to understand the reason why you're coming together. And you rather just argue. And you just, it's really, it's really just, and it's, it's really sad as believers. Now I'm not, I'm not against context and con contention. I'm never against that. I, I like a good intellectual spark. That's what sharpens me. I like being in a room with people who are smarter than me, more right. than me. Um, and you know, most of the time people listen to me speak, they're like, dad, where you go to school at high school? That's, that's why I went. I went to high school and I spent time with Jesus and my desire for him outweighs my, and that almost made me emotional. I'm not even going to hold you because there's so many souls that are being lost in this doctrinal war of who's right, who's wrong. And they're missing. But here's the question. Let me ask you this, Kosher, and I'm sorry to cut you off. You're but right. here's the thing. Do you think the Bible, because I understand what we're saying when, it's, when we talk about the letter and the spirit, though. But there should the letter be a limit? And Pastor Jacob, you can answer this too um, afterwards. But should the Bible be limit us or stop us in some capacity? Because I think that's what a lot of people go wrong at. Because we understand the letter, but then we also understand the spirit. And I think that's how people create these doctrinal world, w wars. Because, of course, we allow the Bible to limit 
what the spirit is or can do. I think does that make sense? You trying to you get what I'm saying? It makes Where's sense. Your discernment. I'm sorry, Kosha. Where's your discernment? Where's your discernment? Why why are we not asking God to give us understanding? Yeah. Break it down to me, cause this is what I ask you. When I get stumped on something, I'll be like, okay. I know I'm a little slow right about now, but Lord, I need you to break this down word by word. God What's you saying, God. Lord? <laughs> right. Help me understand this. You know, I, you know I'm a little slow. You know that. You're worth waiting so for. You're worth waiting for. You, hey, we'll help you out. Which is discernment. That's what I don't get. Well, you know, Mama Liz, they say discernment is a spiritual gift and that everybody don't got it. So you got to, they got to pray for okay, some discernment. I, I don't believe that. I know you don't believe that. I mean, hey, come on now. <laughs> so um, to kind of answer your question, the Bible is right. Um, now, what God chooses to reveal to you about the context are um the 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 responsibility you have according to second timothy 2 and 15 to study to show thyself approved not unto coach not unto dr jacob but unto god that's on you the study is on you the revelation is on god because mm, he, that's he good knows. i like that you know the study is on you the relationship is on God. The re- no revelation. The revelation. You said the revelation. Because with revelation okay. comes, comes responsibility of the knowledge that you've been given. Okay. So it's like, okay, none of that is meant to stop or cause like a cause like a um, an inroad because you cannot measure God. You cannot. He's un- immeasurable. He's yeah. too deep. And just when you think you got him figured out. He ain't nowhere near close to you. And that's where we have to, that's where discernment comes in. And that's where, you know, um, we have to humble ourselves because the smarter we get, oftentimes we become, we feel like we know too much. And then that's when God sends someone else along to be like, yeah, they got a little bit more revelation because they're humble before me. And God who knows all things, created all things and through him does all things consist I've chosen to give them to give them more information of me, but he's never giving. I'm not gonna say never. He chooses to reveal to those who choose to submit their themselves to him, so that they can in turn share the good news through discernment. How much they can share, what they can say, and break down the scripture, not to prove coast right or to make you be wrong, or to put my own personal preference in there. Because what I believe, and what I might be okay with, God might be totally against. And I think people push their preference and say, oh, well, I feel, as soon as you start saying, I feel, that's when you need to sit down. And (laughs) you need to to be willing to have a conversation because I've been checked on this app a few times. And I was all in my face and I wanted to fight, but the Holy Ghost inside me said, listen here, you need to listen. And after a while, I sat with that thing. I humbled myself yeah. and I grew. And now I'm understanding I have a capacity to help other people make it make sense 
from a theological standpoint and from a practicality standpoint, practical, theological, and all of that doesn't stop it. It turns them back to Jesus. And that's what I got to say. That's good. That's good. Pastor Jacob, you want to answer that too? Um, Kosher did an amazing job answering it. Um, I, I, I want, I would like to say, uh, and, and I pray that it's, it's received. We're so busy trying to be top dog. We miss all of the souls that are out here. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I might get in trouble when I say this, Kristen, if I need to go down to the audience, let me know. Okay. Um, we got all of these churches and they're shouting about who came today or how many people joined the church. But the question is, with all of these churches, you got one on every corner, how many souls are being changed? Yeah. How many lives are they impacted for real? We don't have to argue about somebody else's revelation. That's their revelation, whether you like it or not. My argument only comes when you try to push your revelation off on other people. Again, my wife was writing me letters. If you tried to read them, you would read them out of your knowledge. I read them out of our relationship. Two totally different interpretations of the same letter. The more I love him, the more when I read the letters he wrote to me, it changes how I see them. Yeah, yeah. Cause my love interprets the letters. I see through different eyes. Uh, there was a, a friend of mine who said, uh, uh, we were talking about the fact that that there are people right now all over the, the, the country and the world who um, got married to, to certain people and you're looking at them as like, how did they catch them and how did they, because love changes your eyesight. It changes your insight and it changes the way you, watch this, you interact with people. True love will change. It will cover a multitude of sins. <laughs> Are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? Right. So the, the, the issue and the problem with the, the conversations that we, we have sometimes is that we have conversations trying to prove people right when the Bible is right. Period. Yeah, I, you can attempt to argue with all of theological truths or the, uh, according to uh, biblical hermeneutics and homiletics, and you can, you can argue all day long. The question is, what do you believe that the Bible is right? Do you believe that the Bible is the inherent word of God? If you don't believe that, you will argue with it all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your argument is to disprove it. So I'll stop right there because we got Dr. Kristen on the on the stage. Ima Shataba and, and Dr. Mani B, she's up here as uh, up here as well. So I know that they have wonderful words to say. <laughs> Shout out to Prophet Christian, y'all, because 
Man, I love that man of God. He's so funny. We was in here talking. Proper Christian wasn't here actually Friday. He wasn't in the room Friday. But we were talking about Friday. Should Christian people go to be going to the concert? Should be going to secular events and stuff like that. Now, even though Prophet went in here, we end up talking about Patty LaBelle and Christians and stuff like that. And I look up on social media and him and his boo thing, him and his snuggle bunny at Patty LaBelle concert, Mama Lynn, living their best life. I said, well, Prophet went in the room, but I guess I got my answer. <laughs> Prophet Christian, how you doing, man? How you doing this morning? How you doing? I am wonderful. Amen <laughs> to God. I'm wonderful. Men of God, let me tell you, first of all, great morning, grace and peace to everybody under the sound of my voice hey, and those that are listening and those that will listen to the replay. God bless you and may heaven smile upon you is my prayer. Uh, I am grateful for another day's journey. Hallelujah. I am alive and I'm thankful. All right. Hallelujah. I am eating my, some, myself a bacon and uh, egg biscuit. Glory to God. And I'm on my way to church. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you something. You got to learn how to be balanced. Glory to God. Hello, Come on now. You tell got to learn how to be balanced. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Yes, I was with my wife, glory to God, and when I have intimate concessions with my wife, John P. Key is not on the radio. Y'all Come on, sir. Y'all ain't going to talk to me here. When I under the behooshah, when I'm having Dr. Jacob, they don't like this kind of church right here. When I am having a moment with my wife and we're communing together, Hallelujah. It's a touch me, tease me, feel me, and caress me. Hold it tight and don't let go back again. I'm about to explain the Bahushaya. And the Diosanda Baha, it doesn't change. Glory to God. Who I am to God or who I am to the world. It Come on intensifies now. Ebony Miracle Mama. It intensifies my intimacy with covenant. Y'all don't like the way I'm teaching today. <laughs> and so and so and so because the devil would like to pervert intimacy, glory to God that we have with God, he will pervert it. And you just got to know what you can handle. Glory to God. Yeah. Yeah. If you are not in covenant. And you can't handle your flesh feeling good like that, then that ain't for you. But don't <laughs> condemn me if I go to the concert. I was waiting on somebody to respond. Hallelujah Come on, that sir. <laughs> I was waiting on. To, I was daring the devil. Y'all ain't saying that to me. <laughs> Come on now. All right. 
All right. Because she said, bring it all the way down. And she said, we got to call on Jesus. Okay. Kosha, don't nobody want to hear this kind of talking right here. <laughs> I said, Patty LaBelle, glory to God. She said, bring the music down because we got to call on Jesus. She said, people are going through. She said, I almost lost it when I lost my three sisters. I didn't know how I was, I was going to make it. Mama Lynn, she said, but I called on Jesus. Okay, see, this Come is the kind trip. of stuff right here that you missed out Patty. on. This is what you missed out on because you're so uh, uh, holier than thou. Glory Come to on God. Now. bless you and all you hear. But the women of God, the men of God, they still love God. Hallelujah. Come on now. without repentance. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me on here this morning. Hallelujah. And so the beautiful thing about it all is she reverence and she knows who her God is. That's good. Now, yeah. you the one bought her pies. You the one <laughs> bought her records and made her who she is. But she still honors God. Glory to yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. You still got some records. You still listen to them. You, yeah. you just be trying to fool somebody else. We know you listening to the music. We know you dancing and shaking. We know you're
that's amazing. That was so that funny, Chris. The first person Papa hit up was me, and I couldn't do nothing but laugh. Because <laughs> it was so it timely. It was so it was, timely. Like, we had just talked about it. Here's the God part of the whole story, because I was sent to Charleston um, to train another hotel staff. I was supposed to be there, you know, late Friday night. I was supposed to leave Friday. So because I stayed and I was working with the trainees and different things like that, the lady that was working directly with Patty backstage, we checked her in. And the woman said to me, she said, sir, you did so wonderful with my check-in. She said, I just want to do something for you. I said, okay, what would you like to do for me? <laughs> she said, I'm going to give you two tickets to Patty uh, concert tonight. I said, you are? She said, wow. yeah, it's on me. It's free. She said, all you got to do is go to Wheel Call and pick up your tickets. Wow. All right, praise God. Right Now, watch this. I'm not thinking nothing of it. See, this is why when God said this was the season of the upgrade, y'all better catch what I'm saying. And you got to walk right into it. Now, mind you, I did not pay for their concert. Yeah, yeah. And the two tickets that I got, I was on the floor in row E. That means I was wow. in the fifth row, and I was dead smack in the center where Patty was standing and singing. Okay, y'all don't get it. All right. Come on. All right. All right. I do. I do. I didn't ask for this, but God blessed me with it. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me today. And so so what I'm saying in the midst of all of this is it is imperative that you do what God called you to do because yeah. he will allow people to bless. The Bible says, give and it shall be what? Given. Given unto you. I think the question was, do you believe the Bible? Oh, all right. All right. Amen to God. He said, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. And what men shall do what? Give unto your bosom. That's the word. All right. All right. I believe the Bible, and the Bible is right. God. <laughs> I believe the Bible, and the Bible's right. Facts, I'm telling you. One time I had put something up about the Bible or something. And I had a cousin that said to me, you know, the Bible is a fairy tale. I said, your opinion, and I'm going to uh, let you be blessed with your opinion. Because it's, it's his opinion. Ain't none of mine. So I got where I don't, you know, even in my own family, I don't argue with him. At all. Period. I, I I don't have time to argue. I don't know how to argue. Oh, I don't even argue with my own kids. I sit there and look at them. And then when I raise my voice, I hear, Mama, why are you, why are you yelling at us? Uh, so that's the way that goes. But like, uh, I believe the Bible. Yeah, can it be controversy? It sure can. Because you'll have Mark, Luke, and John write about the same thing, but they write three different versions of it. 
but it's the same thing. It's their opinion. Facts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their opinion, what they see, what they interpret. Like Jacob said, his wife wrote him letters, but if we was to read it, it'd be Greek to us. We gonna inject our own opinion, and it ain't nothing what she said. So, um, yeah, let's let's be mindful. But the Bible is real. Right. That that's good, Mama Lynn. <laughs> she said the Bible is real. Listen, I don't care if it's right. Yo, you can be right. The Bible can be right. Everybody can be right. Cause it look like that's that's the argument that we want to have. Everybody just want to be right. Truth is, I'm trying to figure out if it's real. <laughs> that's it. You might be right, but I want to know is it real. The Bible, I know it's real because even though it's it, it includes different stories, guess what? Those stories still are applicable principles that I can apply to my life. And I think when we get back to that point of applying the principles that the Bible is trying to get us to actually see, that's when we'll start developing, upgrading, like Prophet Christian just said, and going to that next level of obeying God in all that we are, being balanced in all that we are, and all of who we are as well. Like, this is a powerful conversation. And that's why I say everything be so timely, prophetic. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in God doing things at the right time and right position. So that was amazing, even just hearing that testimony for Prophet Christian. But y'all know it's 1109 to be exact. So it's time for us to get to final remarks and question now, of the prophet, day. Now, Prophet, hold on. Let me, let me throw this out there. Because when <laughs> I got back to church, when I got back to church, <laughs> something, the same thing I said, I was a God I said, you saw it. It was amazing. <laughs> I said, and she called on Jesus, right? And so one of the uh, one of the young ladies said, "Well, I wonder if Beyonce called on Jesus at her concert." <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna do me like that. Y'all ain't gonna do that. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Lord have mercy. I, that's all I had. Now to you know she did. Now you she, know she. She thank God. She thank God. We just don't know what God she was thanking. She did thank God. My God. Child. He said, Father, Mother, God. <laughs> she oh, ain't say Father, God. Mother, God. <laughs> you an idiot, Rashonda. <laughs> you What'd you say, Brother Christian? This is why the saints of God get into trouble. Right here. This right here. <laughs> they want to go to the concert and, and know there ain't no God. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting another call on Jesus. I really wasn't. You know, I was just expecting a nice little intimate night with my honey, and we had a <laughs> nice night, glory to God. But, but Jesus uh, showed up. <laughs> but Jesus showed up. But I'm telling you, and, and you know, and, you know, of course, this could be a conversation for later or whatever. But, you know, and Ebony, you can chime in. Dr. Jacob, you can time, chime in. And those of you that um, are pursuing covenant, it's the best moment of worship, and I, I don't want to be vulgar, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to clean it up before I even say it. But the best, moment of, <laughs> the best moment of worship is after you have had intimacy with your spouse. Oh, my God. Y'all in? All right, the married folk going to be quiet on me? All right. I guess that's all, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you, woman of God.
Hallelujah. Get what y'all need. Uh, glory to God. Come on here, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 is, it is a wonderful space and a moment that after you've had intimacy with your spouse, you all can easily slip into worship I'm t- because it's that same intimacy moment uh, that that God is requiring of you. That's why, I'm, you know, First Corinthians and, and, and uh, 13 talks about making sure that you have an agreement with your spouse before you abstain from anything because you don't want to break intimacy with God. And so after you've been intimate with your spouse, the worship is like crazy. Like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's better than a whole move of God at church. I'm telling you. All right. And I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> we, he said it's better than a whole move of God at church. <laughs> oh, I don't know about slipping in the worship, bro. I might slip into some sleep, but I don't know about slipping in the worship. Listen, sleep and worship. My God, that bad and so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> y'all funny. Yeah, that time we had that room, and he mentioned swinging on the chandelier. Lord have mercy. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, let's get to it. Let's get to final remarks. The weekend highlight. What was one of your weekend highlights? For me, like I said, it was just being able to go at the different events that I was at. Like I said, I had to work at least about four or five different events um, on different levels, different levels of impact. And I just thank God for what he's doing for my life, even with shooting a, media, a music video with this secular artist. Like, I believe that just like Prophet Christian said, sometimes you never know why God got you there. But at the end of the day, you have to continue to be obedient. I didn't know who this artist was. I ain't really heard her music before. Granted, I did know her music once I started hearing it. I was like, oh yeah, I have heard her song before. But at the same time, I'm always asking God, God, what is my reason for being here? What is my purpose? And just like what Prophet Christian said, when you carry God with you, when you carry Jesus with you, there's always a a reason, a purpose, a place, or something that there's always some type of great assignment connected to you. And I think this weekend, I was able to see the process of where God is taking me. Even this morning, I said it as um, in our motivational minute, I said that, guess what? You may not have arrived, but at least you have started taking off. You know what I'm saying? I'm not where I used to be. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't where I used to be while I was living with my mama, living with my parents, couldn't afford my own stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't arrived yet to where I got millions of, millions of dollars in my account, a bunch of cars out there, big old house. I have not arrived to that point yet. But the great thing about it is this weekend, God showed me that he is causing me to take off. So that's going to be my whole thing all weekend. It's takeoff season for me, and I'm excited about that. So that was kind of my weekend highlight, going to see the concert, going to um, hang out with people, going to do a music video shoot, doing the basketball tournament. All of it was completely amazing. So, yeah, that's my little weekend highlight. Pull to refresh, see where you guys are on the stage, and we're going to go in that order with final remark and weekend highlight. Mama Lynn, it's on you. do Uh, the conversation was great. I enjoyed it. Uh, my weekend highlights, y'all, anytime that I am off from work and I don't have to do a bunch of running around, is a weekend highlight. Because I get to sit at home and read or watch television or listen to music or talk on the phone or laugh and joke with my daughter with my feet propped up. It's a great weekend for me. So, um, 
Yeah, that was my weekend. I my Bible class. I know I'm probably going in and out because I'm moving. Um, enjoyed my Bible class. And one thing I wanted to tell them, the crushing is real. We need the crushing so God can use it. That's just trying to squeeze out. That's good. That oil. All right. Love y'all. Thank you, Mama Lynn. That was the word right there. Crushing is real. All right, Ebony, I'm throwing it over to you. Do do do. We can highlights. Saturday, we took my daughter to this um, back to school event. It was on like this Christian camp. It was like for acres and acres of land. It was absolutely beautiful. They had everything from playgrounds to like the. I don't know what those things are called. Like the athletic, like obstacle course, you know, like climb over the wall and they had like all of that on one side and like a sand pit the kids could play in. Uh beautiful pool area, which is what she absolutely enjoyed the most. They had good food. It was just a really good time. It was like an hour and a half away. Um so we had a good time. It was just a good time as a family to get out and enjoy that and enjoy the air. Um so yeah, seeing my baby happy is always always a highlight. She loves her some water and so these last few weeks that we can get it in uh, while it is still warm. I know here in Maryland, like the jellyfish come out like Labor Day. So it makes it kind of hard to swim, even if it is warm. So we'll have to let her get it in soon, um, or at least get her to the water park. But she loves water and it's a happy place. And I'm watching my son right now. I'm currently watching him sit in the same kind of sit-up chair she used to sit in. And they're sitting there talking back and forth, and I'm just thinking about her like she was in this same kind of chair just a few years ago. Seems like yesterday, learning how to sit up, you know, on her own, and now he's doing it. It's crazy to watch your kids repeat cycles. So they're having a ball, which is what you hear in the back. But that's what we can highlight. Um, I ain't gonna cap. I, I was in and out of sleep for the first part of this run because I was tired. So I checked in and I I sat up again, and y'all talking about something completely different. So I passed out. You checked in um, and then checked out. <laughs> I did. I showed it. I, I told you I was tired. I was not playing. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's my check-in. Um, God willing, I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it, Abby. Appreciate it. Listen, you did like Mama Lynn. Just fell on back to sleep. It's okay. At least you stayed in the room. <laughs> we didn't even, even know. <laughs> All right, Pastor Jacob, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Final remarks or what was your weekend highlight? What you preached this weekend? Uh, I love you guys. Uh, y'all know I do. Kristen, I can't wait. Man, we got to get together soon because I'm really tired of waiting. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, hey, uh, my my weekend highlights was busy, just busy trying to get the new store open. Um, and uh, it's been extremely busy. Uh, and, uh, we, we are, we are making progress. God is, has been extremely nice to us in all of our equipment, uh, all of the things we need for the store. God is either discounting it or causing people to give it to us. Uh, and so I am so excited about what God is doing in this regard. We will be able to make an impact in Newport news. And, uh, I, I am so excited about it. Um, what else? What did I preach this week? Yeah. 
uh, I didn't really do a title. Uh, I just, uh, we didn't even get into praise and worship this weekend. Uh, if your mouth didn't do it, your song won't. Uh, if, if I got to sing a song in order for you to get into praise and worship mode, then you've, you've missed the boat the whole time anyway. Um, so I'm just, uh, I just dealt with the fact, uh, Psalms 34, uh, and Psalms 150. Uh, and, uh, I, I love the fact that he says, uh, praise him in the firmament, the firmament being the space that God has set up and put parameters and structure. Uh, inside of the space he has you in that's what i love about god is when i'm praising him i'm praising him in the in the midst of his protection in the midst of his instructions in the middle of i'm gonna leave that alone but anyway god bless you heaven smile upon you is my prayer we'll talk to you soon Okay, yes, it's on mine. I don't know where he went. He probably talking on mute. I definitely was. I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, go for it, Monty. It's on you. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I done missed this whole room. Um, but I guess WAP does stand for worship and praise. Um just how Christian was breaking it down. Stop <laughs> <laughs> the worship and praise. I guess that's what it stands for with your spouse. Praise the Lord. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the only part I've caught in this room. <laughs> I came back on. Um, but uh, this past weekend, uh, we had a lot going on because as your kids get older, they have schedules. Um, but they don't drive. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what you say about it? We have places to go, but no cops. Oh, no places traffic. to go, people to see, and no ride, and no gas money. It's crazy. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my son, I was a little, uh, little sad because um, we had, I had to go sing at a concert at the same time that he had his three scrimmages um, in Arvada. But he has been doing a great job with his sports. It's his first year um, in pads. So I like to be there a little more um, because I feel like you have to really start paying close attention when they're in full contact sports. It was easy when they were doing flag, but pads is a whole nother monster. Um, but he's been doing great. Um, I have a good village as far as like the team that he is on. We have a lot of dads that are coaches and they actually know how to coach the same you know madden football it's not the same thing um but it's um it was great he's been doing great and that makes me happy and he wasn't too happy about school starting last week but he knows he's a student athlete and we gotta get the academics taken care of before we do anything with sports so um that was my weekend highlight it was busy it was a very busy weekend um but it's monday and for once i am happy about monday because i don't have to do much of anything today but pick my kids up praise the lord back to you prophet duke did it do awesome awesome where'd you um you said you had to sing at a concert this weekend yeah um, my friend put on 
It was like a gospel concert. Yeah, she put on her first concert and she did a phenomenal job. She did it. Sing, Monty, sing. Jesus. Ooh, there, uh-uh. it is. there it is. There it is. Uh, Prophet, I know you ain't talking about some ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> I can't Where? Sing. Ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> Where, where, why, and how? And he I said, can sing when, uh, under the anointing. And he said you it with his half a chest. I'm so proud of him. Uh, you talk about in the shower. I can sing that's, under the anointing. That's, that's the shower. I can sing in the shower. But the shower, he he be hearing the, the water hitting the ground. <laughs> we gotta get him a hearing aid. <laughs> Drop and give it up. <laughs> His voice be right up in them spinach eggs. <laughs> Not the spinach eggs. <laughs> Poppy Christian, I got a question for you. Uh, yes, ma'am. What does <laughs> DD mean at the end of your name? Just a question. Doctorate of Divinity. I thought so. Oh, I, thought it, I thought it was don't do it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hollering. <laughs> I am hollering. Because <laughs> we be getting people together on this app. <laughs> for final remarks well weekend highlight no not this weekend but i will be preaching friday and saturday um i'm in revival this weekend um coming friday night and saturday evening um so y'all pray my strength in the lord amen because i feel fire i feel the lord gonna move and i'm grateful um however um this past weekend actually these past seven days has been monumentous um, for me. Uh, work was amazing. Had to go into a hotel and get some po- folks straightened out and get some procedures and systems in place, and hopefully they're carrying it out. Um, and, of course, I was awarded the opportunity to see the infamous Patty LaBelle um, on the Friday night, and that was absolutely amazing. Um, and then Saturday all day, I had a business convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and then yesterday, church was absolutely amazing. Um, so I am grateful for what the Lord is doing. And this weekend was amazing. And now it's on to the next thing that God is doing. And so we're preparing for revival this weekend, Friday night and Saturday. If you all are in the high point, North Carolina, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, surrounding areas. Please, ma'am, please, sir, come and let's have a good time, and let's hear what thus saith the Lord. Amen. So I am grateful eternally. And also, the following weekend, I'm having a summit, uh, Dr. Jacob, for senior leaders, pastors, um, adjutants, armor bearers, uh, praise and worship leaders, uh, musicians, every ministering gift. I'm having a summit so that we can propel 
into the things that God is calling for us to do in excellence. It's a lot of things happening out here in these streets called kingdom, and it's not in excellence. Um, so we're we're coming together to give some wisdom and some knowledge on how to do things in excellence. So to God be the glory. Love you all. And I'm definitely going to try to stop in this week as much as I can. Okay, cool. How do we find information on that summit? You can go okay. to my website, uh, www.kddministries.com. Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome, awesome. I love when folks say you, that. You absolutely. You go to my website. I, I like right. saying it myself. I, I used to couldn't say that. Huh? <laughs> no, no, son. I love when folks say that. He said you can go to my website. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and there's some other things forthcoming. So you guys just keep me lifted and keep me prayed up because I'm I'm going after all that God has for me. I'm telling you, I'm going after it all. So God bless y'all. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm going to definitely check that out, Prophet Christian, and be following up with you and praying with you because I really believe God is blessing your life. And just as you go up, I pray that God brings us up with you. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm coming, Christian. I'm coming. I'm coming to see it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Miss Kosher, I'm throwing it over to you. Do -do 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 -do. Final remark and weekend highlight. Do -do 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 -do. Um, weekend highlight. Uh, well, well, final remarks. Let me be obedient. <clears throat> As you can hear, my voice is shot from yesterday. Um, oh, man. This conversation has been dope. I love talking about stuff like this. Um, I think it's necessary to kind of get through, get through the uncomfortableness so we can come to an understanding if people are open to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And as you, like I said before, as you can hear, church was churching and um, prayer was praying. Huh? And um, I ain't got no voice left. But I still can talk to Jesus. Yes, Lord. Um, <laughs> I might be whispering to him, but he don't hear me. Uh, yeah, all is well. All is well. Um, yeah, that's really all I can say because my voice is checking out. So, do 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 do. I'm passing it. You <laughs> appreciate your calls. <laughs> He said, do, 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 do. I'll pass it in. All right, Rashonda, I'm throwing it over you. Final remarks so we can highlight. Rashonda, you there? All right, I think she probably dipped away. I might be doing something. Okay, well, this was a fun room. It was a fun room, interesting weekend. Y'all know how Mondays, we always try to keep it cool and casual for the weekend rewind. And I think that it's always productive for us to just be able to come back here, check in, have fruitful and productive conversation. Like, it is really just always a blessing and amazing. But with that being said, I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Jacob, if he can, to pray us on out. And then I'm going to see y'all again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Pastor Jacob, it's on you, sir. Lord, do it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm weak. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen, y'all, I pray that y'all have a 
peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. I pray that the love of God will surround you. The protection of God will keep you. And I pray that you guys receive some type of blessings, bonus, raises, sales, commission, uh, clientele, contracts, everything that you need. I pray that God is sending it to you on today and that you will have it this week. In Jesus' name, I believe that by faith. All right, y'all. I love y'all. I pray for y'all. And I'll see y'all again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye.